I gotta get you guys unmuted. Okay, welcome everybody to Mog Talk episode uh, 227. Today is uh, May 1st, 2021. And if you haven't watched Mog Talk before, it's a show based around the Final Fantasy XIV community discussing everything from Savage Rating to Chocobo Racing. Uh, and today is going to be about PvP. We haven't talked about PvP in a while. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and introduce our guest real quick. Uh, so you know who's on the show, and uh, Mateo, can you start us off and tell everybody who you are? Yeah, uh, of course. So my name is Mateo. I I love uh, Mogheads. I'm a Paladin main. I don't know if you guys knew this. Yeah, I'm a Paladin main. I've been hosting a show uh, for about uh, six years, maybe since 2015, longer than some people have been in high school. <laughs> uh, Anyway, that's Frosty, if you didn't know. If you didn't know, how are you watching this? But uh, anyway, <laughs> yeah, I'm Mateo. I'm the NAFRC champion. I uh, mm -hmm. play solo queue sometimes. Uh, yeah. I've okay. been playing since about season three. We have yeah. fun, man. That was, a, that was a long intro because of the, the troll. But yeah, that's that's me. <laughs> I mean, you're awesome, dude. Yeah, Mateo. Thanks, uh, man. Yeah. And then Hoghead. we got a, me. a, a yep. Mountain Dew can here. Uh, sir, can you... Uh... <laughs> Can you tell everybody who you are? Yeah, uh, I'm Sir. I'm a Paladin main also. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I've been playing Feast since preseason of uh, Season 1. And, uh, I don't know, I just, I just love PvP and I'm just happy to be here. Okay, okay. Amazing rank 1 multiple seasons, by the way, <laughs> Sir. Uh, that being said, let's go to our next guest. Uh, Levine? Oh, well done. You got it. Yeah. Hey, uh, <laughs> I'm Levine, or some people know it as London Electricity. I play on Chaos and Gaia, and I've played since Season 3, and I mostly play White Mage, Summoner, and Bard. Okay. Perfect. So uh, today we brought on like three extremely uh, hardcore Feast players to talk about all PvP, because they you know they know everything about Rival Wings and Front Frontline and... Uh, you know, all this other stuff. I'm just kidding. I, I wanted to just have a shoot the shit show here about PvP. And so I just brought people on I was familiar with. And I was like, eh, let's bring on Levine to, you know, have him come on and be part of the conversation. <laughs> oh Jesus. Oh Damn, dude. <laughs> we still got three hours of this. Let's start it early. Start early. No, uh, you know, I, I don't have a lot of insight into a lot of the EU community at all. And I assume Levine has a good amount of insight into the EU community. So he can kind of help us keep a, a good perspective here instead of uh, just a whole bunch of NA players shooting shit about NA. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Yes, um, JP perspective as well, right, Levine? Yeah, because I play on Guy quite a bit. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I, yeah, I was watching your stream. And it was like uh, in Japanese. And I was like, all right. <laughs> I, don't, I, I thought I was bringing on an EU dude, but I guess like we're bringing on like the JP data center as That's well. Something separate entirely. I started playing on JP because I started raiding there like two years ago, and uh -huh. my first character got blacklisted from half the groups in PF just because I had an English client. So I've just stayed oh. on the JP client since. Oh, keep <laughs> thinking about so. that. Like it doesn't even matter if you know basic phrases. If they if their group says JP only, and you join your clients like not JP, and they can tell you're not JP, they'll just blacklist you after 15 minutes. I mean, we have had, uh, yeah, uh, it's weird. It's a one is really unless if you're on Elemental. I don't think it's as bad on Elemental, is it? Fire is like, yeah, yeah, they're a bit more hardcore. <laughs> yeah, 
Um, well, anyways, I, I wanted to discuss PvP uh, in a whole, as a whole, uh, from our perspectives and kind of what we've seen. Uh, a lot of us have been PvPing for quite a while. Mateo, how long have you been uh, PvPing? Well, I officially started Feast in the middle of Season 3. But prior to that, I, I was around when, like, Marauder was OP in Frontlines. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not just Frontlines, I guess it was the Wolves then, back then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or was it uh, called the fold? I think it was fold later, right? Fold. Or, yeah, the fold. wolves then, right? That was, the fold. Yeah, there you go. Was, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So around around that time, I've been playing since one point X, but like one point X was like a casual thing. It wasn't any PvP then, but I I came back to the uh, realm reborn. Okay. Started there. Sir, how long have you been uh, doing uh, PvP for? So, I started PvPing like consistently. Uh, pre-season one like right when feast got introduced but mm -hmm. i had done like a little bit of front lines like a little bit of wolves den the original wolves den mm -hmm. uh, before that in a realm reborn but nothing really consistently until feast got introduced in the game during the first preseason. okay uh levine I started, I think, around the same time as Mateo, so like season three. I originally started on Aether because the EU data centers used to be based in Canada along with the NA ones. So mm -hmm. I didn't feel like I started where I started until I realized that um, Feast only queues pops at a certain time and being GMT for that was not good. So that's why I moved back to Europe. But um, <laughs> I came from WoW as a rank one healer. So I kind of really knew how to play this style of PvP, but the uh, engine took some getting used to. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, when we're talking about Final Fantasy XIV uh, PvP, uh, in my experiences at least, it, the mode is you know, similar to what you would expect from an MMO, I guess, uh, in general when talking about PvP, but it is different. It feels different. It feels unique kind of in its own way. I mean, this uh, what Feast evolved into, where it's you know, a coin-based system and kind of a back and forth. Um, I don't know if you guys have a lot of experience with other MMOs, uh, but do you know if there's any other MMO that kind of plays in that same style? Never seen it. This is um, like the old fold mode we used to have before Feast. I would say that's the closest thing you'd get to like seeing the same thing in any other MMO. Feast is like mm -hmm. something completely unique to me. Yeah, yeah. It's it's definitely its own thing. It's it's really unique. I think Feast is like amazingly well designed, but it's got other issues that we'll probably talk about later. Yeah, of course. I mean, uh, it, a lot of times when we talk about this stuff, it does go around the issues and everything. And we we're all jaded veteran players uh that have been a part of the feast for a while although you know i've i've taken uh, a, a semi break throughout this expansion i feel like square enix has as well uh with pvp but, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know it just you know it, it's uh after the last expansion and kind of all the hype and like all the changes and all the modes and everything else that was happening like mm -hmm. Going to this expansion, it just definitely doesn't feel like the same level of involvement, right? Yes, hundred um, percent. There was there's a lot of excitement coming into uh, 5.x because yeah, they ended I mean, on such a high note, right? With FRC. I well, yeah, I think they. So it, it always seemed like when when Feast first started, and I guess we'll talk a good bit about Feast here uh, to start off with. When Feast first started, it was uh, one map, you know. Uh, the feasting grounds, and you'd kind of go back, and it was interesting. It had different platforms, and it was like, uh, 
you know, you ran around the side of it, and uh, it was just a big boat. It felt great to play on. It was kind of big and huge, and the time was a little bit, I think it was eight minutes, right? Yes. Was the yeah. original time? Oh, yeah. yeah. Believe it or not, it started out as 10. Oh, and then did it? Went it? Down to eight. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. It, so uh, when it was it was like that, everybody was kind of getting into it. It was you're using your original abilities and everything else uh, with a few extra little spicy abilities for PvP. Uh, and I feel like it went well, uh, but people, of course, I don't know. Was there a lot of memeing on the mode back then when it was uh, the original design for Feast? Uh, I mean, there was still cynicism back there, like, mm-hmm. but I mean, I don't really think so. It was still like such a new mode, you know, and, you know, everything was still new back then, like the reward structure. Like the first four seasons of Feast and Heaven's Word before we got the revamp of PvP, um, mm-hmm. you know everyone was still really excited because we got the two armor sets, and then after that we got two Hellhound mounts, which everyone wanted, and then that was mm-hmm. that lasted us all the way until Stormblood. So, in terms of memeing on the mode, I don't really think so. Uh, there was still like stuff people complained about, but I mean that's just playing video games you know people will find stuff to complain about regardless of the current well, I situation because there was like a uh, a change we had the fold uh which the mode was you die and you're done right unless you get rest mm-hmm. i think you could get rest yeah um yeah. and then we moved into this feast mode and no one was like oh i miss i miss fold right yeah then, uh I, I didn't really that. have a lot of I didn't really have a lot of overlap with the like fold PvP community back then, so mm-hmm. I'm probably not a very good person to fair ask about that. I mean, but, we were uh, all just like starting right after fold started to die out. I think right, none of us was like really. I remember one time, <laughs> I uh, back back when uh, Joe was playing, uh, he Joe never, was, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, Joe Never. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a different Joe. It's it was amazing. I love I love uh I love mm-hmm. Joe. But uh Joe Never, we were having a, a PvP and we're like uh we wanted to face off and have a match against each other. They're like, "Okay, turn your language to Dutch." Uh and then like queue up at the same time for the fold so we could get in and fight each other. Um and I remember it and it just didn't feel I guess it felt kind of like WoW PvP. I mean, WoW PvP is kind of like that, isn't it? You just die and you're done. Yeah, if, if, from from what I recall, like my uh, brief experience in the fold was like I saw, I saw a bunch of guys kind of like standing around, and then one of them became my teammates. Like Stragus was there, and it's fun. They were getting ready for them, and I was idolizing them because they were they were streaming it at that time. I was like, wow, this is really intricate. So like the the high level, the quote unquote high level. Uh, team matches in the fold were actually really interesting. They would go on for honestly, I, I think I've seen matches go up to like thirty minutes or something. Like run the full, <sighs> yeah. Because uh, battle res, right? It was like I think you, it, there wasn't it, you weren't locked to melee, mm. so you could have like two ranged, for example, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but yeah, it was it was basically team deathmatch, and uh, it was pretty interesting going with, going in with classes and stuff. Like I said, Marauder earlier. I would pop like bloodbath and <laughs> all this other stuff, and it was an experience. But it was—it definitely wasn't that. It wasn't—it wasn't the play in terms of long term. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> I remember that because uh, 
I think it was at 2014, 2014 Fan Fest. Uh, I think we were going up uh, on the little event, the PvP event or whatever. And it was a front line versus front line versus, you know, Maelstrom versus uh, Adders versus uh, so on. Whoever knows what that the other one's called. Um, and then uh, you were... <laughs> We're fighting. They're like, yeah, just go Marauder and just throw as many abilities on there as you can and just go to town. Exactly. Yeah, I remember that. I hated cross class. I actually hated it. Yeah, everybody <laughs> ever hated it. I think. I don't think anybody I liked it. Because especially like I was like, oh, I want to play like something else. I remember I got like a monk to sixty finally when the Heaven's Ward was out. I was like, I can't want to play monk and everyone else I'd have to level Dragoon for blood for blood. And I was like, no, nah, I can't be bothered to play it now. Because leveling stuff from 1 to 15 was just abstract hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I remember it did, like, uh, there's some jobs you had to level up to, like, 42 or 40-something. 40 uh, I forget what it was, <laughs> but there's a lot of them. Like, if you wanted to raid, you had to go and get all these other jobs leveled up for the uh, abilities, or you couldn't be as efficient in your raid. Um, mm. oh. The um, level 30 requirement change for PvP was one of the best things they ever did. You think so? Yeah. I mean, yeah. people have complained, like, it made it a lot easier for people to, like, roulette and stuff in ranked because they didn't need as many, um, like, max level characters. But at the same time, for people that were good at playing multiple jobs, it was really nice to not have to have everything at 70 in Stormblood to play. Yeah. No, I, I absolutely agree. I think that's uh, one of the things that they really did well was... Uh make the barrier of entry a little bit easier because before you had to, like, go do dungeons for gear... <laughs> and the rank system for the uh, uh, grant companies that was also so annoying as hell. Yeah, the PvP yeah. relic. Yeah, I actually had a couple PvP relics. Yeah, allows you to level through PvP too. I got all my classes to eighty through PvP. I have no gear on any of. Them. Yeah, I, I saw that the other day. I was like, "Holy crap!" You don't. <laughs> I was I was busy like leveling up in Basha, trying to get my other ones up leveled up a little bit. I looked at your screen. I saw that. I was like, "Motherfucker." You know, <laughs> I wish I was so good at PvP I could just roll whatever and like be not yelled at for playing a different job. Dude, you know what that reminds me of? Uh, when Stormblood launched, there was that huge—I yeah. think it's Robon—issue mm -hmm. where he was like the roadblock, and yep. uh, you couldn't really like. I think I think there was you couldn't really level, right? Like there wasn't ways to level. Oh, God, so I remember this was like, yes. So I was on Balmung at the time. And uh, mostly everybody that I knew was also embalming. So we're just like, hey, you know what? Let's just queue like Seal Rock. And uh, a bunch of us, like, for, for, I think it was a long time, honestly. It was like a couple days before it got settled. Yeah. Maybe even, right? Something like that. It, it took a while. Uh, so we were just like, we were like, the, we were like level, I think 70 was the cap for Heaven's Word. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, it was 60 so was like Heaven's Word, but 60, I mean, like, Stormblood was right, 70. Stormblood yeah. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so we were level 70 in Stormblood before anyone else without even doing any, like, content. Because uh -huh. uh, I think it was increased EXP as well for, at that time, if you won in, in, uh -huh. in Sail Rock. I think it was quite a large uh, chunk, which they kind of nerfed a little bit. Uh, mm -hmm. Nah, but we just spammed, like, uh, Sail Rock, like, all day. It's like, hey, let's go. We had, like, next cross and, and stuff. He's like, let's go play. Like, all right, fine. Like, <laughs> you know, it was yeah. fun. Yeah. Might as well. I mean, it was a good work. I, I remember that. I do remember that. Uh, and I also mm -hmm. remember being, like, extremely excited uh, for Stormblood because that's when they introduced, like, all the huge changes for 
feast. Yeah. Uh, right. That that was uh, everyone was like, well, it doesn't look very, you know. <laughs> I remember everyone would be very hesitant about it because they're like, well, we're going to have like six actions. Uh, oh my god! I, I, sorry to interrupt you. Uh, go ahead. Really, really quick. I I sure. remember watching the like the the PvP preview montage, yeah. and I was with a couple of people in the voice chat, and uh, we're like, okay, this is it, boys. So what, are, what are we going to see? And I think there was a Lawful Dragoon, something like that. And he used jump and something else. And they're like, that's it. <laughs> that's all he has. We're like, what? Like, yeah. they showed, you know, like the PvP ability list. And there was like, uh, uh, like you know, like nine, eight or nine abilities or whatever. Uh, yeah. It's pretty funny. We're like, oh, my God, what is going on? Like, they're taking away like 30 plus buttons. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And then it's funny because then we were expecting something like that for Shadowbringers too, like right. a similar preview like that, and we got nothing. We were like, "Oh no, what's happening?" Yeah, when I was at the media tour, like I was like, "I'm going to be the guy who gets the PvP information." <laughs> I know I, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to make this my whole thing. Is I'm going to get all the PvP information. <laughs> they had the right it was disabled. <laughs> the PvP. But the execution was poor. What? They had the right idea in Stormblood, it was just the execution. Because yeah. bottom bloat doesn't necessarily mean the game is good. I know some yeah. people take that as why Heaven's Wall was the Holy Grail, because of how much you had to do. But the issue is, is that for the vast majority of people, that's not really a fun way to play. I mean, I thought 5.0 was perfect, and then for whatever reason, they decided mm-hmm. to change it again. It was really nice, yeah. Yeah, uh, I... They did uh, so 5.0. Uh, they they brought in um, new abilities though, right? I mean, like, is it like at the right? Would you guys say right now Feast has the right amount of, or well, PvP in general has the right amount of uh, abilities for jobs? Yes. Yeah. I I don't think there's room to add more abilities just because of the need to have macros and stuff for some abilities to make them easier to use in mm, PvP. Okay. I, I think there's not much real estate left, like button wise too. Mm-hmm. fit more abilities on there because it, at least assuming for feast you have to have these macros for your teammates you have to have quick chat stuff bound you got to have all your other stuff so we're like at button cap right now i think for for feast you can probably fit way more if you just do front lines or something but um mm-hmm. at least for like competitive right. feast i think there's not much real estate to work with okay that's that's very true actually when i uh went i, I had to switch my hot bar from feast to front lines of rival wings and whenever i go into you know the, the the larger scale modes. I'm always like, oh, I have, I have so much room. Like, I'm okay. Like, the, the pings take up a lot, and then there's there's certain macros like Sir said, and mm-hmm. uh, just kind of thinking about it too. Like, I I wonder what their decision was to make it less buttoned, because I feel like it's almost like they try to eliminate a little bit of that, like like the the skill ceiling. Do you know what I'm saying for for certain individuals? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think just, uh, like they wanted to just clean it up because uh, yeah. I think three point X was just like a big mess. Right? They're oh, just yeah. like, let's yeah, try it, right? Let me just throw... Alright, here's some extra PvP abilities. Let's see what you can do. You have your PvE stuff. I mean, maybe that'll be good, and you'll just use that. And then every <laughs> once in a while, like a little spicy... Uh... <laughs> what, what was this? God, what was the Machinist one? Machinist had a crazy one, didn't it? Between was the it... Eyes? Was it Between the Eyes? Was that a PvP? Yeah, that's a PvP-only action, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. uh, you know, and so they had a whole bunch of stuff, and they're like, "Well, this is unmanageable. Like, we can't balance this." And that's what I assume the conversation was. We were yeah. doing all this other shit. How the fuck are we going to balance PvP 
and PVE and try to keep it all, you know, kosher between everybody. Uh, yeah. And they were probably like, yeah. you know, because they did do some stuff. Like they nerfed some abilities, I think, when they went into PVP. Is that right? Yeah, like Swiftcast had a 50% potency in PvP yeah. because of that. Right. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. There was also like yeah. damage fall off from bards and stuff. Like, it, there, mm -hmm. like you could see in the tooltips in Heaven's Word, like there were specific PvP things in some of the ability tooltips. And it was just, it was like, it was very messy. So I think the separation between PvE and PvP abilities and having like specific PvP kits for jobs was, I, I think, in the long run, a very good move. Yeah. But um, it's just a manage of this is a matter of like managing it now and you know balancing the two. Yeah, and so they just wanted to get a hold on it. They're just like, well, fuck, we're, we're gonna, you know, Yoshida wants this to, and I'm I'm speaking on my ass. I don't really know what the conversations were at the developer side, but I'm assuming <laughs> they're like, hey, Yoshida wants us to like try to make a good PvP mode for the MMO because he stated multiple times he wanted like esports in Final Fantasy 14. Like publicly, he said that. Um, One day. Yeah, and so, uh, you know, I, I can I know the movement for him was like, hey, get PvP going, let's do this. And they're like, well, let's we have to do something that we can we have to have ability to manage what we you're asking us to do and make it balanced and everything else. So they did that, and I I don't know what happened. Four point X and going on, it's just like they didn't really do much more. Like they they did this whole thing where they're like, okay, let's in. When did it? When did uh, Lycan Weed come out? Was it oh. Heavensward? Yeah, it was like the last season of Heavensward. I think it was like last season four. Okay, so they brought that out, and they're like, "All right, cool. We got two maps now. We're going forward. We're gonna have uh, we're gonna have new abilities in the expansion. It's gonna be centered around, focused on all that good stuff." And then they're like, "All right, this is awesome." And then they said, "Hey, you know what? Let's fucking just make one map." Did they? They made no. no did they? Uh, were we allowed to play all three maps at once, or was it when they introduced the new no. Circle Arena? Was that like, no. oh, you only play yeah. Circle Arena? Whatever yeah, it was the Circle Arena. It was just the Circle Arena. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which is so the they, worst map we've ever had, by the way. <laughs> some people liked it, man. Some people did oh, like God. it. I, I thought they had a cool ability with it because it had like different wall presets that would change yes. like, randomly when you zoned in. So, yeah. like you would, that did excite me. It was like you technically have four maps, but it's really just one because it's a giant circle. The, mm -hmm. Oh my god! The, the worst thing that did that they did for that though was just respawn where wherever you die, like right away. That's oh why god. I hated it. That's exactly why I hated oh that map god. because that's all I can remember. That map plus instant respawn was a bad combination. That was so rough. Yeah, not not having like set bases meant that like once you got a lead, you could just kind of run around in a circle and kite that's them good. around. That's and, why they had to nerf TC, if you remember. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, on I, I, on the, on the, on the real though, like uh, just thinking of all the different maps that we've had really makes me miss having those in the rotation. Like at this point, I would honestly take the the circle map into the rotation some way. You know, now that yeah. we don't have that respawn, yeah. I, I would I would really I would be like, okay, sure, it was bad, but I would like. A little bit of a change like it would be nice we've been on the same map for like what three to four years yeah yeah there, there's some much needed variety uh right now at this point yeah, yeah. so i i think i mean they listen you know a lot of people did complain about the respawning and the map like being a circle how it doesn't really work out and so they were like fuck it we we got your bases back we got all this and it felt like hey they listened to us they made a whole nother map and then we kept I think giving more suggestions about, hey, let's do another map, and we just never really got one. 
mm-hmm. you know, even just bringing back the old ones. Because you guys have played on the old ones. Oh, uh, be careful what you wish for. Really? <laughs> the thing is, the way some jobs play now, they are not well designed for those older maps. We found this out when we were playing Red Mage in the original Feasting Grounds map. It was just way too strong. <laughs> mm, the the okay. original map is too big now. Yeah, because it's so it's big, big, and Red Mage is like the only real like range of any kind of mobility that's like really good. Okay, okay. So they'd have to rebalance like those maps completely. Well, I mean, they could just go back to those maps and then re like get rid of some of the issues, size them down a little bit, and just alter them, right? Mm-hmm. It's fixable, but um, it's not really the basket that like you know time has proven they're going to put their resources into. Yeah. I mean, we don't we don't really know. Uh, so let, let's talk about that going forward. Uh, what we know, PvP wise, the only thing they have they've announced, I think, at all, uh, was the new PvP mode, right? Yes. Yes. They haven't announced new maps. They haven't announced anything. They said that feast may it, it will likely be uh, disabled for a little while. Is that right? I read that interview a couple of times, and it's like high probability of fees being deleted. I still yeah. don't trust that. I didn't say delete it, but they said not <laughs> able to access. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I, I think it's just corporate speak for we're disabling fees for the foreseeable future. It's getting the Astragalus treatment. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> they're they're not putting like a definitive like goodbye feast message out there, but that's basically what it is. Mm-hmm. But you really think said... so? Like that's that's it. Oh, sorry. I mean, it's possible that could be it. I mean, and mm-hmm. the, that would suck just because the other thing that they said about the new mode is that it's going to be uh, more casual friendly, right? Like, it's not yeah. going to be as competitive. That, uh, that what you just said right there, quoting the interview, scares the bejesus out of so many players that I know. Yep. Yeah. That, that's uh, definitely like the most concerning thing heading into really Endwalker that we uh, have to look forward to the PvP. Because, yeah. you know, we, we have casual modes already yes. in Frontline and Rival Wings. And mm-hmm. so what we can confirm is that our competitive mode that, you know, has its issues, but we all love to play and we spend a lot of time playing it. And it's, you know, it's, it's a competitive outlet for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's being removed and replaced with a third casual mode that is being openly told to us as a casual mode. And we, we don't know how to take that because, you know, they have a habit of saying stuff and not really giving you any definitive answers until the game comes out or you mm-hmm. know, the, the mode comes out in the patch and so we're kind of just sitting here saying is this going to be a suitable replacement to feast for someone like me who really loves feast and i play feast all the time mm-hmm. or is this going to be something that yeah it's a pvp mode but it just doesn't just doesn't do it for me anymore yeah I'm, exactly it, uh, it's scary because i mean if we take that away uh or are we just all going to become crafters? And just... I don't know, man. You know, compete the leaderboard for crafters? I mean, we could all do... Uh, no, I, I, there's just no way to really replace the the player versus player stuff. I mean, we have leaderboards for other things like Palace of the Dead and such. Like, But you're that's like a very friendly, very, very friendly uh, type of competition. Uh, where they're just kind of having fun with it. This is like comp- actual competitive. Hey, we're trying to uh, win as much as we can and beat other players, which I don't get. I'm going to be honest. I don't get that from front lines. Um, right. I don't get it from large scale PVP. Uh, and I never have, no matter what MMO I play. 
it's very hard for me to um, like get excited and be like, oh, I'm in this map and I'm making a difference. Unless if I have a full team, which I'm, I don't have full teams of people <laughs> going <laughs> to the front lines. Most people don't. I mean, some people do, but most people don't. Um, yeah. So it, the feast is the outlet right now. If I want it to be like, hey, I'm going to bash players' heads in and feel like I'm I'm skilled at uh, a competitive mode versus other players, feast is it. Like I don't play triple tryout for that. Uh, <laughs> I was hoping I way back when it first came out, I was hoping it would be like that. I don't play Lords of Verminium for that. I don't play Chocobo Racing for that. Um, so I don't know. And there's not even there's not even light party feast anymore. Really, I mean it, it exists like it. But it's not like, um, you know, leaderboard, like Square Enix kind of following and giving people rewards for, right? Yeah. It's There's Rust, but we had to make one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so, what basically Coliseum of Chaos is it's supposed to be a substitute for a light party season because we're not sure if we're going to get one. No, you're not. <laughs> you're not. <laughs> You know, that's why thing... like we're saying if feast goes please at least leave us with the ability to make custom still yeah that, that's what mm -hmm. i think everyone's hoping for we all know it's going to be you know disabled but we want the ability to at least do custom games still just leave it in as an option for us so right. that's actually very interesting to uh the talk about uh right now and so if sorry if um there is feast. There's, there's no more feast seasons. You can't queue up for ranked uh, anymore, but you can only queue up for custom mode. And the new PvP mode isn't very competitive. Would players just make their own community for feast and play uh, and make their own rewards and everything else? It would be life support. Because mm. we're not going to have the new blood coming in. So eventually, a lot of the vets will just retire faster than we'll get the new blood in. I don't, I don't know if that's true. I mean, you won't get rewards for it for sure. So, I mean, that might not, like, drive players to do it. Uh, I, I don't know. Because, I mean, people, if it's seen enough, right, the events that people, like, community events and everything is actually being displayed somewhere, and they're, like, excited, and they want to, like, try to compete in this uh, and everything else, maybe if those events had enough rewards uh, to incentivize yes. them doing it as well then the player-hosted stuff could bring in new people, and you could have, you know, uh, minor league stuff, I guess, in these community events. So I don't know. Maybe it could. And maybe not having solo queue out there to distract players with will make these other communities uh, succeed a little bit better, wouldn't it? I, mean, I see that point of view um, purely because we had, like, four teams, three or four teams at least, that signed up for Coliseum, and the people in those teams are names none of us have ever seen before. So these are guys mm. that have just seen the advertisement and just decided to sign up for it, even though yeah. they are most probably going to get smashed. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you have enough people, you can separate, like, you can have tiered leagues or whatever else, and... Uh have people in uh, lower leagues or whatever else you have like one big just placement event and everybody gets placed and then they get into their leagues and then after that they can go up or down depending i don't know i've thought about this a lot <laughs> throughout i remember back in oh Stormblood. all i thought about was like how to do this stuff and how to make these kind of community events happen and be successful in some way uh and so uh, I thought about different tiers, rank, ranking system. I made SQL databases to try to calculate and 
make a ranking system that would work on a website and I never produced it. Uh, but it, all the plans were there to make it. And, uh, I was so excited. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just hard. It's difficult. So difficult. I want to be the devil's advocate for a quick second. Sure. Do it. I, I do want to say that, um, here, here's something to think about, right? Uh, yeah. how many final fantasy 14 players, like what's the percentage of players that actually complete, uh, let's say savage, mm -hmm. savage raids and ultimate raids. 100%. I, I, I don't. I don't think they're very high, right? Like, uh, no, I don't know. about somewhere. I think there was. I think I saw it. It's 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 very low. Maybe yeah, like a quarter of the population for Savage. That's a. That's. Mm -hmm. I'm just guessing. But uh, so it makes you think, right? Like, like if if this, you know, um, I wouldn't I wouldn't call it competitive, but I would say challenging environment. You know, of of Savage rating. Well, sure, it's competitive when it's world first. It's amazing. These these guys mm -hmm. are incredible, right? Yeah. Uh, but the actual challenging, it, it almost makes me feel like a, a lot of players that play this game aren't really interested in that sort of um, that sort of gameplay. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm not sure what else could bring them into it other than just like a really nice carrot on a stick. Because uh, just just reading what TJ said, you know, it's it's people care playing feats for rewards or just playing anything for rewards. So now, like this armor that we have is probably the best looking armor we've had. Uh, for PvP, for you know, for ranked uh, ladder. So now you, you you see a lot of people that that are generally you know not not very interested in this sort of thing. But like, oh wait, I actually want to get this. Like I actually want to improve. So it just makes me think like like maybe it is time for them to start a fresh new slate. You know, like with with actual new PvP, not call it the feast anymore. Maybe even like you know what, have the same mechanics, just don't call it feast. So people aren't as jaded when it comes to the actual <sighs> mode. <laughs> don't uh, call it feast anymore. Or are you just gonna call it? Don't call it feast or like something. Just call it Frosty's Battleground and call it Frosty's Battle. <laughs> call it what? Sorry, Alamine. Call it snack. 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 Yeah. Call, call it snack. The, you yeah, know what? If they make it, if they do make it like a smaller mode than feast, snack would be like the perfect, <laughs> perfect yeah, game yeah. for it. Now um, I remember when they when they did announce this new mode. I mean, they did make a point of saying that they're revamping the reward structure for it, and I, I remember Yoshi saying that like they're putting stuff that people want in it so mm -hmm. whatever that is yeah. you know that that's up in the air but knowing that there's a change in the reward structure uh it's probably a good thing because i mean current feast reward structure like i personally don't have an issue with it but i can also see where some complications of that lie where you know a season ends and you get your cool reward and you're you know wearing it out around town and someone messages you and they're like hey that looks awesome where can i get it and then you have to tell them Oh, you can't get it anymore. The, the, the time has passed already. You should have been playing oh, I, three months. I tell them, yeah. oh, you can't get it anymore. <laughs> yeah. Know, I throw in that like blue <laughs> we, we, we all do that. But it's like, you know, <laughs> that, that, that right there is a potential person who could get into PvP and start mm -hmm. playing it. And if they're inquiring about a reward that you can't get anymore, and maybe that reward they're asking about is the recolor, so now the chance to get both the previous versions of that reward are just completely gone, then you know you lost you just lost someone that could so, have been a potential PvPer. I I've always been of the mind, uh, and not everyone completely agrees with me on this, but any season reward that has happened that is currently unavailable. Uh, bring it back and make it some doler version of what it was. Uh, sure. And put it into like some a, a way for people to get it. Um, 
So, you know, like for example, the chair, right? Instead of having the blue or purple one, you can have one that doesn't look as exciting. Take off a few of the, the I don't know, little curves or art that's on it or something else. So just make it exist. People will still want it. Uh, but you still have that, oh, wow, this is, uh, you know, a replica and not the real yeah. version. But they're, they'll, they would be happy with it, I think. I mean, wow does something like that when um i'm not sure if they still do it because i quit around season 25 but um when you when you did like normal battlegrounds and stuff you got a version of a gear but when you did ranked above a certain rating you got a different version of the gear that basically used to light up have flames that used to like animate on the shoulders and stuff like that mm -hmm. so it was Super almost cool. the same set but you could tell the difference because of certain animations that were in the gear yeah that's yeah. awesome because yeah. i think exclusivity of some sort is nice right it's it's good to encourage people to go for it uh if you feel like you're just going to get it from something easier later on maybe you won't be as inspired to get it but if you have flames coming out of the pipes of the chair versus you know not having them later on maybe you'll yeah. try to go for it and just see if you could do it and if you don't get it oh well you'll just get whatever happens next yeah, yeah. i mean i i personally don't have any issue with them adding past rewards like past yeah. piece rewards to you know some sort of vendor so long as the way you get them is through the method that you had to get them originally. So yeah, I'm cool with them implementing, you know, past feast rewards, but you have to play ranked feast to get them. It it, it can't be just, oh, let me do twenty thousand wolf marks because we all know that that's that's nothing. That mm -hmm. that takes no effort to get. So, you know, it, we have a system in place already with wolf callers, and we've yeah. been saying for years that this is a really good system that they can expand on. And get yeah. people interested in PvP and playing it long term, and they just never have. It's only been these these weapons that don't match any armor in the game because they're designed for a past feast, you know, a past feast season reward that you can't get anymore. So it's like, you know, we have this amazing foundation system that you can add stuff to, uh, mm -hmm. but they just never have over the last what is it four years now since they implemented it. They've only added two extra weapons for Gunbreaker and Dancer, mm -hmm. right? And you know, one, go ahead. I was just going to say one PvE equivalent that I can think of to what Levine was saying is uh, when Alexander, uh, the creator, Alex, uh, uh, that tier, when that came mm -hmm. out, I remember the normal tier uh, raid, like the, the equipment was different than the mm -hmm. actual Savage tier raid. So that was like really interesting to me. I, I think I really wanted like the, the fending piece. Defending mm -hmm. body piece at that time, and the normal just didn't compare to the uh, to the to the savage one. And I was I was like happy with that. I was like, this is cool. This is this is how it should be, yeah. not just you know like a recolor or whatever. Yeah, now you can change the colors. I mean, I, it is nice to be yeah. able to change the colors on the gear, uh, mm -hmm. but you're right. If it did have a little bit more to it than that, it would be great. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I I honestly and I, again I don't know. But I, if I had to like assume, I don't feel like Square Enix has a lot of dedicated people on PvP. Um, and so that, that's where a lot of the issues come in. But I mean, I would love to hear different. I would love the... The, the communication just really isn't there uh, currently. And I don't know... Maybe we just don't use the, the forms enough, guys. Maybe we should be using the forms more. I only found out recently that apparently those forums aren't actually run by SA. There's a third party that apparently is uh, responsible for them. Is that true? Uh, I think in a way that's true. Uh, SE does monitor, and that's how they gather most of their information. Uh, yeah, but that's I, to find out. Yeah, <laughs> uh, 
but I do think that there is, uh, you know, other ways they get information, everything else, but it, you know, official forums is something that is watched. And if it gets attention, it, it gets brought up to, uh, the developers. So that's usually the best way to handle it. But NA just, I don't, EU doesn't really use the forums, do they? Uh, most of us are banned and those of us that are <laughs> banned have sort of given up on it because we don't really yeah. mind when changes are bad or ill thought through. It's just, it would have been nice to have been told or spoken to about them first. We, even yeah. if we don't get to change them, it, it's nice to get a heads up because as at the start of 5.x was like the worst example of getting really bad communication. And then they just said, you know what? You cried about not having a season. Here's a season. Like, no, not like this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think I think communication is by far one of the biggest issues in PvP for this game. Mm -hmm. I I I can only remember on hand one single forum post from a Square Enix employee for this entire expansion in relation to PvP. And, and it, it was it was yeah it was Clem talking about the uh, Hellhound yeah. weapons. Right. So, like communication has been an issue. It was it was all right actually in Stormblood. They I remember mm -hmm. them giving us you know feedback on job changes one patch explaining why the changes were happening and like that was like the that, that's that, that was a good direction to be going in but um it's, Didn't that guy it's, quit? it's been scaled back uh, i'm not sure if they they quit or not but it's been scaled back to the point now where i can only assume maybe the communication has stopped when they decided that they're going to work on a new pvp mode and sort of sunset feast i mean th there's all these you know potentials that we can talk about but um mm -hmm. I, I, I mean, yeah, that is, that's, I like how you said sunset. I just watched a, <laughs> oh, I watched a, a movie recently that was like a crime movie or something, and they're like, sunset this car. And I'm like, what? And then they crushed it. And I'm like, oh, oh, I get it. It's a mobster thing. You know, it's just you go sunset something, and you're like, sunset feast. I'm like, explains a lot about Sir. <laughs> yeah, explains a lot about Sir. We can't see his face because he's like some face, secret but... underground crime group or something. <laughs> Oh, well, I, I do think mm -hmm. I'm of the opinion that they are not officially deciding to end Feast completely, but they are, you know, it is within possibility. Um, they're going to probably try this new mode. They're going to see how things work out, how the players react to everything, how like attention, how much attention all these changes uh, get, how much attention you'll get in general for it. And if it turns out that the situation with PvP is much better without Feast, maybe they'll just leave it. They'll I've got a counter. On. I've got a counterpoint to that. Sure. I think they are fully intent on deleting Feast because some of the things they stated about this new PvP mode, how they how like they want to remove you know less of the uh, burden on healers and stuff because games are like decided heavily by healers. And like mm -hmm. how they want to introduce like self-sustain to everybody, it seems like they're we're gonna get another revamp of like the entire PvP kit system for every job. Mm -hmm. And right now, you can tell like jobs are designed with you know very clear intentions as to how they operate in PvP. Like every tank has like a 15 second single target you know defensive cooldown and like a 45 second AOE, and you got like a like a 2,000 potency burst attack. You know, like you can tell these jobs are designed to do certain things for Feast and for Frontline. But it makes me think that with this new mode being built from the ground up, that they are going to revamp all the jobs to not work in that way. 
and in turn not work correctly with how Feast really plays. And so now we're going to get this brand new mode and we're going to have jobs that are designed to just not work in that environment at all. And it's gonna, mm -hmm. they're going to work in this new environment. And they'll work in front lines and stuff because front lines isn't really as coordinated as Feast. But the whole competitive balance and stuff of PvP kit design, uh, it's going to be completely scrambled up. And it's not going to work in Feast anymore with how we play it. Well, yeah, if they, yeah, they change that. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, you'll end up with Glare doing the same damage as High Jump and Felcleave doing the same damage as, like, um, Death Flare or something. Yeah. So it's just going to be 16 different flavors of the same job, same role. However many mm. jobs we have. How many jobs? I don't know anymore. 17, 18, 19? Uh, 17, I, I think? I don't think so. I think, I think with them... Because, like, right now in Feast, you have, like, a tank role. And they all do similar things, maybe in a few different ways. They all offer maybe, like, a different debuff or something. But for the most part, tanks all kind of operate in, like, a similar way. Same, for sure. same with healers, you know, same with melee and all that stuff. I mean, they mm -hmm. all have their different flavors, but they all operate in this, this role to do something specific. But um, mm -hmm. with this new mode, it gives them the opportunity to delete that sort of role restriction for the jobs and make them just the job. So now, like, instead of, you know, Paladin needing to do these, you know, specific tank things that Warrior also needs to do and that Dark Knight needs to do, Paladin can just do Paladin stuff, you know? And then mm -hmm. Dark Knight can go do Dark Knight stuff. And they can design things to work in a way for PvP, but work unique to that job rather than unique to the role. Okay. Because they mentioned that role restrictions for the new PvP mode are going to be going away. So, you know, your tank isn't going to be required to be doing very specific tank things anymore, like it is in Feast. And but I mean, wouldn't that just turn into, like, whatever is the most overpowered job is going to be what's you're gonna have however many of those in every party. Probably, yeah. <laughs> Probably. Well, you have to look. Essie's perception it will be everyone's the same. What can possibly go wrong? Because as always, they underestimate how good the MMO PvP community is. Though I will find yes. out what the best thing is. We will find out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, th there has been a, a you know a role meta, a job meta, like this entire expansion, even last expansion too. So mm -hmm. always. Uh, it, it it'll be interesting to see how they decide to balance this or even if they even attempt to balance it because with them throwing the word casual around i mean it, it's it's a worrying uh sort of statement because it makes me feel like they are just going to throw a mode together and just say here you go we're not going to spend time trying to balance this anymore like they do with feet i mean that's yeah. true uh i mean how, but okay so tell me tell me and uh this may sound stupid but how much time do they spend about trying to balance feast right now have they done a pretty good job over this expansion with it five minutes a week okay <laughs> okay okay so, you know i want to i want to say something on that sure actually uh so is my I, I firmly believe that feast was not even supposed to be activated quote unquote this expansion i firmly believe <laughs> seriously seriously okay, I, no, I seriously I... believe that Frontlines and rival wings was supposed to tide us over until the new mode i think them releasing feast on christmas be like hey here you go you whiny bitches uh here's here's feast but we're not going to give you wolf college for it because we're just not because we're only introducing the two new jobs here but doesn't matter you're not gonna earn so i, I seriously think that uh right now the pvp kit is basically designed around the big scale mode it's not actually designed around feast uh mm -hmm. i think i think pots for example yeah okay I, we all hate it first now we're getting used to it, blah 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 
the activation time is still pretty terrible at times. It's so bad, right? So, so I think for for, for the large scale modes, pots are incredible, really, really good. They feel they feel good because you don't need like always like a pocket healer or whatever if you're mm-hmm. not if you're not playing healer. Uh, so, like I said, I, I seriously think we were not even supposed to have beast this expansion. I think okay. we were not. You know, I think the ranked mode, excuse me, <clears throat> was going to be the crafting thing or whatever. Uh, do you know what I mean? And I think fr- front lines, I think the biggest focus for like six months, or even like a year, we didn't get anything. Uh, it was like Onsol for such a long time. It was just, it was just Onsol, like here, beat your head against Onsol for, for however long, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, it was fun. Like, I, I enjoyed it. Onsol was great. It still is. It's fun. Um, yeah, I mean, and you know, it's funny. Uh, there's more players who play Frontlines than they do Feast, right? Uh, yeah, that's yeah. Fine. So they see, uh, I think, Frontlines as a success versus Feast. That's a good point. Uh, so, I, I mean, I don't know if that's like part of their realization, of like, hey, we need to probably put, if we're going to do PvP stuff, put more resources into like stuff like Frontlines instead of Feast, uh, just because it's just not working out. Um, yeah. Again, it's really hard to tell. And again, a, a reason why we just have to make assumptions and talk out our ass is just because we don't have information. We just have to guess. Yeah. <laughs> the one thing I know that they communicated in the past is the way that they balance certain jobs is depending on how they perform in the leaderboards and how many active players are actually on it. Uh, mm. So quick and dirty example, uh, Ninja. Ninja last season, you had, I think, it, it was on 8th. I don't know if it was on the other data centers, but there was like three ninjas in the top 10 that scored really high. I was one of them. And uh, next next thing you know, you know, it's like, oh, Tricky Tech. I'm not trying to sound arrogant, but I, I, I'll give you guys another yeah, example. Yeah, you're the reason. No, that's fine. Yeah, no, it's me, dude. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, it was Black Mage at some point. I forget what season it was. They're like, no, uh, there's too many Black Mages playing and they're getting too high up. Or, or for example, they'd say not enough pe- people players are playing uh, you know, like machinist or something. Therefore, we're gonna uh, adjust this way. But, but uh, their actual, you know, when it comes to adjusting jobs for the feast, is based mm-hmm. on the leaderboard. Yeah, that's is how they perceive the leaderboard. I don't know if that's all regions. Do you know what I mean? I don't know how detail oriented they are in this, but this is definitely mm-hmm. something that they have communicated to us. Yeah. I think it was USGP in an interview that. Then we had White Mage and Stormblood that was really good for way too long because of the Lily reset and it took them like four seasons to fix it. <laughs> so uh, I guess, you know, balance, I, I feel, I do feel like it, and maybe this sounds horrible and jaded again, is that PvP is just like, okay, we have it, it's out there, it exists. Uh, you know, you can't complain because it exists, and then they go off and do whatever else, and then every once in a while they come back and check the temperature. Um, I think Mateo's theory was spot on, and I think the reason why it came unstuck literally was just because of COVID. If there wasn't such long content droughts and people screaming for seasons, they would have probably gotten away with it. I think so. I really, I really do. I really do because there was so much. Because, uh, because really, it was the biggest debate actually when they, uh, okay, they released you know feast on Christmas, Merry Christmas, <laughs> and then that lasted for actually i think the season you guys can correct me i think it was like almost like half a year it was like it was so long dude. it was, no, that was the season after oh my apologies okay uh but anyway during during that season where they released it on christmas we did not have wolf call reward so mm. I, I was personally getting like really excited i was like oh my god 
you know, we're going to we're going to stop this. And, and I think they specifically mentioned it's like we're going to implement new wolf collar rewards, emphasis on new wolf collar. And I was like, OK, right. And I was like, OK, awesome. Like, this is great. You're actually going to do something with that ancient, you know, um, participation pretty much rewards. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is going to be great for anybody who wants to join in and get some cool new stuff. But no. <laughs> the next season they came out okay here you go guys we locked it for this season but this season guess what now you can get dancer and gunbreaker <laughs> hellhound uh weapons which which look okay by the way they're i'm assuming weapons. it was to stop people buying them the moment they came out that was my guess that that is that's the sort of way i'd expect them to think i so, guess yeah. so yeah what's crazy for that is though is that okay we had shadowbringers launch all right we didn't get a fee season until like 5.1 like halfway through 5.1 so we have the launch period to the first patch, and then halfway through that, like we didn't get we didn't get a feast season until like six months into the expansion, okay? Mm-hmm. And then you have to wait for that season to end. And that first season we got didn't give us wolf collars. So if you have, let's say you're a new player and you want to get into PvP, you have to wait over a year essentially to even get your yeah. very first wolf collars to even get a reward. And if you don't get top 100, or you don't get top 10. You gotta wait until the season after that to even be able to buy one of them. It was like it was like mm-hmm. a massive mishandling of like really of just of just rewards. Yeah, not no, helped I... by the fact that um, mm-hmm. 5.0 we all practiced and did like LP and all that kind of stuff for like several months, and then when the season dropped, we ended up getting something that was completely different from what we've been practicing for the last six months in the preseason. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I, when when 5.0 came out, I think we all. I mean, it was fun, but I think. Right from the get go, we could all realize it was not finished. Astrologian was busted. <laughs> Astrologian was busted. At, at least for me, like five yeah. five point PVP design was. There was a lot of really cool ideas in it, but you could tell it was it was not balanced. It was yeah. not it was not made well at all. I thought it, there was really cool ideas, but it just it just didn't work. And we had like medals back then still, and oh, the, the debuffs that came with them, and it, it was yeah, a, we had cover. It was a mess. I mean, you, you would have feast games with forty kills, like yes. It, it, it was, there was no semblance of balance or or flow to the game like we do now. So, mm-hmm. you know that that second PvP revamp we got this season, where it actually stuff got more solidified, was was good. But you know, it sort of locked you into those roles, like I was saying, where you just have like a specific purpose in feast matches, and you know, we'll see what they do with that in the next expansion. So I guess I'd like to ask you guys just a little bit outside of Feast. Like we're we're you know deep analyzing and talking about the particulars of Feast. Hmm. Are people who mostly do frontlines are they upset about PvP at all? Frontline roulette. See you later. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think a lot of people in frontlines are frontline roulette people, and okay. it it's it sucks because you know frontlines is really fun when you got a team that wants to you know play and actually fight, but there's still just there's this weird mindset of people who queue for front lines where they think fighting isn't like an objective in a PvP right. game mode, you know? You, you get yeah. the people that say, you know, focus objectives, stop fighting, where, mm-hmm. you know, one of the major mechanics in front lines is, you know, building up a buff you get through fighting to let you fight better and win in the late game. Mm-hmm. So there's this weird mindset in front lines where... Uh, I, I don't know what goes through people's heads sometimes. Well, they, people I mean, know what they're doing, right? And so the the end uh, idea is just hoping the other two teams fight each other and you just kind of leech in the background and win. Yeah. And and I, it, when I was in the front lines, like the first front line that I remember playing was Shatter. And the first thing I noticed in Shatter was 
the points I got were from literally doing anything other than attacking other players. Yes, mm -hmm. attacking other players gave me points, but I got more points from helping out with ice. And that automatically taught me from an early point, don't PvP. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was, I was going to say, uh, but, but there is one thing that's actually, for Frontline specifically, it is, it is region dependent. Uh, I'm not sure about EU. I haven't played e, uh, Frontlines on EU, but I would imagine it's not far too different from NA uh, Frontlines. However, uh, JP, Japanese data centers, their front lines are very, very yeah. different than ours. I think you can probably speak a lot more on that, Levine, but it's it's kind of... Uh, I think that's probably how it was intended. I only do front lines in JP for that exact reason. It's extremely enjoyable the way that they play it there because one person tends to lead in every single alliance and they have like a million macros set up to tell you when to go in and burst, when to go back out. Um, which point they're going to next, and then they have like arrow ashes to like tell you which direction to start heading in. It's so cool. Yeah, yeah mm. I, I have that for Crystal also, but it's just you know sometimes getting people to get in that mindset to follow those calls is like really difficult, and then sometimes they, they, don't, they don't have don't the ability care. to even fight. They just want exp. Yeah, I will not. I can't count how many times you zone and you see a person saying, "I'm just here for the hair." Ha ha. Yeah, and it's like, oh my gosh, why do you even say that, dude? yeah there's there's certainly a lack of respect for the content i know it's like a meme like oh respect the content blah 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 uh but but realistically i think it's i'm not sure if it's like a culture thing or if it's like you know there's already like this meme surrounding pvp and there's a stigma i should say yeah where, yeah i mean and that's know. i don't think i've seen a single other game mmo that literally memes so hard on pvp in that game like wow they're not like lol pvpers right they actually uh -oh. respect the PvPers, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like a whole yeah. different scenario. And then, like, if you talk about... Uh, maybe there's other MMOs like that. But, like, I, I, I can't even think of it. I think that's, like, a... I think that's, like, a bigger community issue with this game in general. Is right. that there's this weird stigma around PvP in this game where people who don't even PvP, they've never touched PvP before in their entire life, will die on their hill saying that pvp is the worst thing ever yes. and they they know nothing about it they've never played it they have no experience with it but they will get into every single conversation and every single debate saying that pvp is the worst thing ever and it, it's it's really remarkable seeing just how much like objectively wrong things get said about pvp by people mm -hmm. like on twitter like on twitter posts on the official square enix accounts or on forums or e even like when they when they rarely cover PvP in the live letters, like you see people just spamming the sleeper remote and stuff, yeah. and it's yeah. like these people, they, I I can just I can, as a PvPer you can see it immediately who who's actually experienced with the modes and who knows what they're talking about and who doesn't, you know, mm -hmm. like like someone right there saying feast killed my parents, like like, <laughs> like you, you will literally see people say that and it's like what are you talking yeah. about like ironically like, yeah. Yeah. it's like no and i think well a part of it i mean there's a lot to blame for that kind of scenario it's also you know uh became this thing to where the jaded veterans of pvp uh also you know mimic those things as well uh and they'll they'll say lol pvp and then when outsiders see that they're like oh of course it's you know a big joke but at this point no one gives a fuck anymore <laughs> They just, you know, we're not we're not trying to fix the community anymore. It's just, it is what it is. I mean, the community can be 
absolutely amazing, by the way. Uh, and there's a lot of people out there that are fun to talk to and everything else. There's, of course, people mm -hmm. who get heated and uh, talk shit every once in a while, but that's PvP. Yeah. Um, it's it's I, one of the rare competitive aspects of this game, and yes. mm -hmm. it's, it's unfortunate that they're removing it, and so... You know, whatever whatever this new mode is going to be like, is that going to be able to scratch the same itch? Because where we go into discords and say this guy doesn't fucking know what he's doing in this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, not collecting like... the apples. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah, that's pretty like, tame. That's pretty tame. Yeah. Feast is one of the few areas in this game where you can be competitive and you can, you know, you can express you, yourself, man. Yeah, and you can like objectively say, you know, you're 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 doing something right because, like. You, you I mean, you get into some pretty uh, in-depth conversations where someone has a theory about why you suck. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And then you have to, like, explain yourself. And then every once in a while, hopefully it, it jives out and then, like, the, the right answer comes. But there, there could be some pretty heated discussions on people sucking in this game. And imagine, yeah. you know, PvP is the only area in the game where you can get an objective number of how much damage you did in this entire game. It's true. Don't, don't, don't do that in PvE or else you'll get reported, man. Well, the other thing is that number is kind of pointless a lot of the feast matches, though, isn't it? Like, uh, you, you want a I'm higher fine. number, but, like, it doesn't always mean that you're following call-outs or anything else. You can produce a high number but just by doing AoE damage, right? Yes, no. yeah, you, you, want, you want a good number, but you want to get kills. When... Yeah. Yeah. You know, I want to make a quick analogy when it comes to, like, PvP as a whole, I think, in this game. Is, uh, let's say you start work at a hotel, right? And, and you're looking to move up. They're like, okay, you know, uh, I'm going to start as a receptionist, right? So receptionist mm -hmm. is the equivalent of, to me anyway, is the equivalent of front lines in, 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 in this game. Okay. PvP, right? Because front lines is like, oh, the, it has a roulette, you know? It's, it's yeah. got, you know, four modes now. Okay, this is the most, uh, you don't need as much skill, I guess, to enter it, right? So, right. okay, you know, uh, uh, I'm a receptionist now. I'm playing front lines, blah, blah, blah. But then you're like, you know, I want to go up. I learned a, a, a couple of, you know, like, uh, mathematical equations, blah, blah, blah. I learned how to deal with guests. I don't know, whatever. Uh, then you're like, okay, I'm going to go up to accounting. And then, and then you're like, okay, the next mode is, you know, uh, uh, rival wings because it's, you know, now it's like putting even closer together. It's not three teams, but it's two teams. And mm -hmm. you have like these, uh, at sometimes I guess complex mechanics within rival wings, which are pretty cool themselves. You have these, you know, the, the mechs themselves and then, you know, all this, all this other stuff. There's a lot of stuff going on uh right so so at that point it's like okay right wings you've, you've graduated and you want to go up and you're like okay i think i have skills to be a gm and at that point you're like okay let me try you know feast because at this point my own you know, personal skills they kind of come out and they really shine and i can understand other people and blah 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 but i think a lot of people just don't get past that like okay uh frontline roulette you know i'm just gonna stay receptionist forever it's enough yeah and, and at the same time rival wing suffers from and people got their rewards, and now uh, the rival revival uh, Discord has to schedule runs, which is yeah. which is sad because the mode is interesting uh, in itself, right? Mm -hmm. And then and then once you dilute all of that and you look at it, it's like, well, what the hell is Feast left with? Like, who's gonna play Feast now? Yeah. You know, so it's unfortunately not a very high player base. Uh, you know, I'd have to remember, was like, okay. It's okay. Right. I'll give like a, <laughs> three out of five. I'd have you. to remember like <laughs> the target demographic of this game. Like I only play Frontlines for five hours a week tops. But I really enjoy those five hours I play Frontlines. Now, when this new mode comes out, it may very well be that I 
that it's not competitive, so there's no ranks or anything, but I enjoy it for five hours a week. And knowing this game's target demographic, if I log in for five hours a week to play that mode and then disappear and play something else, as far as SE is concerned, we've got it. We've got the right formula because I feel like that's kind of what they aim for. Hmm. I'm scared of what you just said because I think it's absolutely true. Yeah. I, I really yeah. think that's that's actually like that you, you hit the nail on that. Fish, you kind of have to play most days, especially if you do not get the gold head start. You have to play it most days. It's just that simple. A lot of these new guys I'm seeing are playing about 400, 500 games in their first season to get on the board. That's playing pretty much every day. And that's not what SE actually want you to do. That's true. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. But I mean, like, that's just a leaderboard in general. You have other people trying to climb the leaderboard and you have to keep pushing. And if you want to do Feast... Uh, and you want to climb that, you just have to get enough 50-50 wins to get into Diamond usually, right? I mean, I, I don't actually know what the leaderboards look like recently. Was it people who... Was it purely Diamond, or was there people uh, in Platinum getting it as well? Last, Last season, season was, was all Diamond. diamond. Was it all Diamond? Yeah. What was yes. the uh, Everywhere, yeah. Uh, on Crystal, it was like almost 2100, like 2080, Same for I us. Think. Yeah, 2127 for us and Chaos. Same for I think. It was insane. <laughs> Okay. For so it's a little bit above, a little more. bit above the fifty-fifty. Uh, yeah, yeah, not too far. Yeah, yeah, just, just right, pretty much twenty-one hundred, I think, for most of the Western data center. Mm-hmm. I think that's what we want it to be, right? We want it to be above diamond. We want it to be where people who win more than they lose are at the top of the leaderboard, right? Yes. Yes, but this probably isn't what SE wants. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I, I don't know. Uh, I do feel like that 50-50, if it started like sooner, like where Platinum is now, it might be a little bit better. Uh, I could be insane for saying that, but having a that, that point system, that, that floor of the 50-50 existing lower makes it to where people aren't playing as much until you get to that point. Um, and so you don't have to put as many, as many hours in there to get the default, you know, uh, okay, I'm an average player, I deserve to be somewhere. Uh, reward right it's like such a variable though because i had to start from zero last season because i moved my london character of light and after 600 games i was 2500 zach paid about 200 for 3k mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. ridiculous like the, the amount of, you have to put way less time into it for like a way better result. he's he's also a way better player but it's like mm-hmm. that's how much the variable is and that could be the difference between you queue, having to queue every day and being able to play very little. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think know. it also correlates to you know like the rewards themselves. Like if you look at all three of the modes, do have uh, you know rewards attached to them. Uh, mm-hmm. All three of the modes have participation rewards attached to them. Feast is the only one that requires you to actually progress and and have a well you know past diamond a positive win rate. Um, mm. So it's a matter of like, okay, I can grind out, I can grind out front lines, can literally queue almost whenever, uh, I think it pops around the clock. Briowings, okay, you know, I'll, I'll join the Revival Discord and I'll check when the schedule is and, and we go from there. Cool, okay, you know, I can plan it. But Feast is like like up and down, you know what I mean? It, it's, it's amazing. The first two weeks, it's like popping off the hook. It's like morning to night all the time. And it's like anything else in this game, really, is like once it's fresh new content, it's going to get like just farm to death within the first two weeks or whatever and then after that it's going to slow down again everyone else is going to go do whatever else they do and then uh, feast falls in the same way i mean it's still active yeah. right now uh it's good. so i 
I want to just my two cents, and I say this all. I'm recently I've been saying this all the time because this entire expansion I've been doing a lot of raid uh, focused things, uh, mm-hmm. and it was doing Party Finder. Um, and so a lot of people do complain. Hey, you know it takes like queues for like twenty minutes, you know thirty minutes, you know they're they're, they're kind of shitty. You got to queue at the right time. Have you ever fucking tried to do Party Finder for raids? I waited three hours for a fucking healer. You know, just trying yeah. to do one, 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 one raid. Uh, and so, and I was in prime mean, time. <laughs> prime I'm time. You know, Xenosis, uh, right, Frosty? Like Xenosis huh? the, the tank player? Yeah, Xeno, yeah. So I was watching him. He's one of my favorite streamers. I was watching him on like Tuesday night, so reset day. This must have been at about 10 o'clock Eastern. He waited three hours to try and fill an E12S and then gave up and ended the stream. Yeah. yeah, like I, yeah. I couldn't believe it because it's not something I would have seen in end game PV in any game. It's the one thing you can usually rely on to always be active. Mm-hmm. You can't even get leveling dungeons sometimes at like two o'clock in the morning. It's weird. Oh really? <laughs> that command is so old. Holy shit! I need to revise that. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I've I've How to be a man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ, 2015, 2016, I made that. Oh, wow, it's accurate. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, <laughs> That's sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, I think like um, I I I feel like people complain too much. They're finding things to complain about, right? Um, and they I always I just, will. Yeah, uh, feast and like PvP in general. Th- there's issues to complain about, but you could just play it and not like, oh well, you know, I'm not good at this, so I'm gonna give reasons. That that's how I, my jaded ass thinks. They're like, oh, people who are complaining just tried it and they sucked at it, and they're like, I don't want to, I don't want to feel like I'm not good enough to be good at feast, so I'm gonna give you reasons why no one should be playing it at all. That's thing. that's basically what happens a lot of the time. A lot of the time. <laughs> and, and, and it's it's funny because you know, every single season, at least in the Western data centers, there's always a handful of players that it's their first season, they get mm-hmm. they, they finally give it an honest shot, they get into feast, they get top one hundred and they say, Why was I not doing this earlier? It was a ton of fun. Yes, you know one hundred percent. It it happens every single season. It happened on Crystal, it happens on Aether, I mean it, it happens everywhere. And so, you know, a lot of it is just about these new players who probably have a negative sentiment of Feast finally just saying, I'm going to give it an honest shot. You know, I'm I'm just going to sit down and say, okay, this season, I'm just going to play it. I'm going to try and do it Mm -hmm. because so many people let that mindset, that community stigma stop them from even from ever attempting it. And if you never attempt it, then, you know, what? You know what's gonna happen? You're, you're you're gonna you're not gonna do anything. Yeah, I mean, and the, like, the other part is, what the fuck else are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> especially now. Yeah, you know, it's like it's like it's like not going to watch a movie because the review said that. Well, I mean, I don't know. That's a little bit different. Uh, yeah, it is. I mean, I, I've done it <laughs> at the same time. Like, like if I want to see something, right, I'm gonna see it. Like, I don't care about your review. Like, okay, that's fair. Right? I I get deterred by uh, movie reviews every once in a while. Me like, too, if I go to but, a theater or uh, like if I watch it at home, like I I want to watch it, but am I gonna go spend money and sit down and you know dedicate those hours to watching it in a theater? I mean, maybe mm-hmm. not anymore. Uh, but I'm hoping <laughs> soon, man. 
you know, I, okay. I'm fully vaccinated. I'm ready to go and see a movie in a theater. Um, uh, I can, I can, I can tell you're flexing, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the vax, the vax flex. I got the vax. I got my card oh, over there, dude. It's in a laminated thing. Oh, it's not completely laminated, but it's like a little. Uh, put it on your protector. forehead. No, I got gotta carry it around with me. Be like, hey guys, <laughs> look at me, I'm special. Uh, <laughs> you can let me do stuff now. <laughs> it's a complete side note. I went out to a uh, all of my friends. We're we all got vaccinated. We've been vaccinated for over two weeks, and we're like, all right, well, let's all go out and do something. So we went out to a bar, and uh, there's tons of people at bars, man. <laughs> and they're they're they don't like masks they sneer at them they make all it, it was a weird feeling uh but we don't care because we're fine <laughs> just, wait your bars are open huh your bars are open we're bar yeah america's like fuck it it's so foreign <laughs> to me as a european you have no idea <laughs> oh, i haven't oh, seen geez. the inside of a bar for over a year <laughs> I, it's been yeah. a while for me too, but like we recently went to one, and they've been hopping the entire pandemic, dude. I mean, they're uh, open in the UK now, but only outdoors. Mm, no, they, they have lots of indoors <laughs> in America. <laughs> it's like they're like, oh, we all do proper procedures. We moved removed a couple of tables here and there, and then they're all like gathered, crunched next to each other around the bar, getting drinks and stuff. I'm like, all right. Well, people cool. just pull the tables together. Yeah, yeah, they don't, they don't care. Uh, anyways. Feast, you know, we're not talking about pandemic and the trauma that it's caused all of our lives and everything over so, the last year. Feast makes you want to go to a bar. Huh? <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, sometimes sometimes feast you makes get you want to go to a bar. Would you guys yeah. say that Feast is the PvP equivalent of Ultimate for PvE? Uh, yes. Okay. Really? No, no. no. <laughs> feast is the most difficult no, content, I think, in the game. No, 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 no. I'm not saying most difficult. Uh, the equivalent, right? Like, for PvE, the highest you can go is uh, Ultimate. Yeah. Right. Yeah. For PvP, I think the highest you can go is probably Feast. Right? I don't see difficulty. I don't see the uh, measure of difficulty in kind of the same way. So for me, it's still no. Mm -hmm. No, no, not difficulty, just the equivalent. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you know, the top tier of, their, of that mode, right? So of PvP the, in the, general, Feast is the top. Yeah. So it makes yeah. you think, right? Like, like, not many players will even participate, will even step foot into Ultimate. Uh, yeah. It doesn't have a time limit. It, it, you know, doesn't, you can, you can. You can bash your head against it for for months if you wanted mm -hmm. to, but many players just decided, you know what, that's not for me. Yeah. It uh, it makes me think a lot of that is also kind of like uh, the approach to the the rank ladder because it is limited. You know, it's only so many individuals that can actually make it. Uh, mm -hmm. So the, the, the entry level, the entry level to ultimate, I'd say, obviously, a savage, especially since a lot of ultimates are three consecutive savage fights. The entry level to feast is starting from zero elo, but the issue is is that you get gold basically for free, so you never really get to learn, but you get tossed in the deep end anyway, which is something that doesn't really happen in ultimate. You know, I'm going to be honest. My favorite tier is silver. <laughs> you get so <laughs> many games, and it's just so sure. fucking like random and trash, and just like you <laughs> lose. Yeah. yeah. I don't feel bad. Like, I don't feel bad. I don't have people saying, you know, calling me out. Like, I think uh, part of the issue with me, all right, so with me and Feast and everything else, part of the issue is, like, when you start getting into gold, you start getting into platinum, uh, people talk, people are, can be, people could be real shitty to you, man. 
Uh, and right. you, you're like, I just want to play. You know, I don't want to be super competitive. I just want to play feast. But after you get to a certain point, people have pretty high expectations for you. You're like, I just want to queue in. I want to play and do as well as I can, without you know going and being like really hardcore and figuring out everything. I just want to play. But I can't get that after a certain point in rank. Yep. Sure. That that's sadly to... a uh, a downside of the ranking system and how it's sort of set up. Mm-hmm. Because you can be a a brand new player, and as you know, Levine just said, you can get gold relatively easily, all right? And then when you climb out of gold, it's still pretty easy. You know, the, the point loss for point win is still pretty unbalanced. As soon as you hit platinum, all of a sudden you're impacting the rank one person who's at 3,000 ELO, and you just hit 1,500. And if you mm-hmm. lose, that person's going to lose 40 points, you yeah. know? And you, and you still don't even know how to play correctly for whatever, because... You've never been against a diamond player before, and now all yeah. of a sudden you're you're impacting the rank one, the rank one, you know, rank top ten people. Yeah, there's not a real good gradual step up from that. As soon as you hit gold, you're 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 playing. There's a chance you're going to play with people who are really hardcore, and you're just, I'm just playing for fun, right? I want to play ranked, and I want to have fun while playing ranked, have a mild challenge, and not have like really hardcore mindset going into it. There's no place for you after you hit gold it's kind of i mean there was a really like awkward example of it on chaos earlier obviously no names but we've currently got a monk that is in gold and he literally just pops his riddle of fire everything else as soon as it's up and just hits people and this is in gold so obviously i'm in plat and the vast majority of people in plat still are diamond level players and it's like mm-hmm. we can't actually play with him because even if we make a call he doesn't have anything because he uses riddle of fire on cooldown he doesn't communicate or anything. But the amount of time it's going to take for us to wait until he's silver again so he's not in our games is like, mm-hmm. it, it's gonna, you know, I've already lost 200 points today because of it. Like, literally just because of this one player. And it's like, I can't even help him because when I, if I, if I go to his world and, tell, and like try and teach him how to play, he could actually report me for harassment. But he also, but the, 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 the real loophole for it is to get them to add you. But he also declines my friend request. So I can't even help him. So mm-hmm. I'm literally like stuck with it. And it's like, it's not his fault because if the ranking system worked properly, he wouldn't be gold in the first place. Yeah, no. Yeah. So uh, another example to this is if you, people, there's so many people playing Overwatch, right? So you could play Overwatch yes. and you can go through and you can just play and have fun with it without going in and being really hardcore researching everything. You can do that. But if you want mm-hmm. to, you could just queue up and play and you could play in ranked and just do your own thing and you'll be with other people around your skill level. That's just not going to happen in Final Fantasy fourteen PvP right now. Um, you know what? I, I I actually challenged that because I think it sort of did happen. Fuck it. Did you hear the words too? Uh, anyway, I, I didn't hear. Uh, no, okay. It's my mom calling. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, yeah, uh, I I think eight v eights were kind of like a decent example of this. Okay. I think, okay. you know, it was, it was like a cluster, you know, like it was kind of all over the place, sure. But I think in some level, if you just wanted, if you just had like 15 minutes, I just got off work, whatever. I want to mm-hmm. play like a game of Feast. You know what? You, you pop into AVA, it's popping like all the time. Back in the day, it was popping like around the clock and it was always like a mixed bag of, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure, it, it, you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah, just go and play. I think their idea was to have uh, training emulate that. But it's it's not gonna happen. Well, it's I mean, the only thing I will say, like to counter that, is the the fact that like 
8v8, it, it, you go into it, you just know it's just going to be a clusterfuck. You can't you take it seriously. Sure. If you go into you know uh, regular ranked, at least you can put some level of seriousness to it, even if you're not going super hardcore. You, you're yes. playing that same mode of like, hey, this is where the structure happens and everything else, and I can kind of learn a little bit by a little bit as it goes on. I'm not forced to be like really hardcore number one player yeah. my first season halfway through uh, my ranking. So... So I, I, I think if we separate it into little, you miss them. Yeah, me too. Uh, I think if you separate it into little like columns, for example, if you mm -hmm. just wanted to play fees, just just to play it, be like just to whatever. You don't want to super try hard. The tiers for that would be like unranked to like silver. You know, just about yeah, exactly, just about to gold, but don't hit gold. Mm -hmm. If you want to like you know be a little bit more competitive, you want if if you think you know I want to learn a little bit more, yeah, hit gold and go into there. Don't hit plat. <laughs> if you're not <laughs> confident, I mean it. Like if if plat is literally where the game starts, you are yeah. not playing feast until you get to plat, and even more so, in my opinion, diamond. Until you get to diamond, you you're actually not experiencing the you know like the, the weight loss ratio of, of sorry not weight mm -hmm. loss win win weight loss. Ratio. Well, what weight the fuck loss. are you saying, hell? man? You said you lost twenty five pounds earlier, really, bro. Twenty, 20 <laughs> but yeah, no, twenty. No, I, oh I'm shit! Working. Well, five five soon. Okay. Uh, <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, but you know what I'm saying? It's it's like that's when that actual game begins. So I just want to preface: if you want to try feast, um, do it. If you're on rank, just do it. Like grind it out until you know, like like nine 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 or in your gold promos or whatever. Once you reach, once you pass the gold promos, literally, you need help. You you will need help. Uh, I hate to say it. But uh, sure, you there's some. You have to try and you have to learn stuff, and I mean, that's you just... really need to research. Yes. Yeah. Make sure you yeah. also brush up on your uh, dividing by two skills and your, <laughs> oh uh, my count, God. and your your counting backwards from five. That's a really hard one. I I know yeah. that people, but at the very least, count, like counting backwards from five is really difficult for some of the people in fees. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of skills that you need to pick up while you are between unranked and silver. Mm -hmm. Once you get into gold, you're you're literally like intermediate at that point. Plat, you're you're in advanced. Like you, you know, you're in masters. You're playing uh, everybody that like that you are able to play the top player in the game when you yes. hit plat. Yeah, um, and and the game does not prepare you well enough for it. It, it does not. It does not. There's no way. You need to do it on your own. You really, really, if you if you are the type of person that doesn't, so for me, for example, uh, I'm going off on a bit of a tangent, but for me, whatever I do, I like to do, you know, uh, to the best of my ability. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to go in half-assed. Uh, and at some level, sometimes I, you know, I can understand people that do that, but at the same time, I resent it. It's like, if you're going to start a new job or something, yeah, do your research, man. Like, like you know, put your best foot forward, you know, in that in, in, for this new job. So basically, you're going to have to do it yourself because there is no feast training, you know, like Sir, Sir said. There's no... Square Enix is not going to hold your hand. Uh, unranked you to silver, discords, jump right? in. You need to get into discords. That's literally the only resources that you have. You know, well, not, not literally. I mean, there's streams and stuff that you can watch which are excellent. Uh, mm -hmm. there's, there's a couple of big discords which are excellent. You know, Twitter sometimes from the Japanese players, but realistically, if you want to proceed at a decent pace past gold, you need to do some like self-introspection. Like you need to learn. Yeah. Uh, because you haven't learned anything yet. I'm sorry. Like, if you're an unranked in silver, like you 
you know, the guys are saying, like, you haven't even learned how to count backwards from five. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. But I kind of like you, that uh, whole, like, oh, mess at the beginning. I, I, I still enjoy yeah. it because uh, it just feels less stressful. You know, as soon as I get into gold, it's like, well, fuck, now I have to... I hope it get gold silver. I'm hoping it's gold silver because right. I don't want gold platinum because then I have to fucking, like, as soon as I play and the game's over, I see that fucking notification thing come up on Discord and I'm just like, God damn it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, mother. You know, like... <laughs> I can't even right? get... Yeah. It's Frosty in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite thing ever, dude. It's Frosty in here. Oh, listen, bitch. <laughs> listen, you motherfucker. Yeah, seriously, if you're new to Feast, read a guide, ask questions when you don't know, when something's gone wrong and you don't know what the answer is. You'd be surprised how how far it goes. I mean, our first rank one, this expansion on Chaos, was someone that had never played Feast before. Well, they played in the preseason with us, like they did like training queue and custom stuff, but they had never played the rank season before and they got rank one their first season. Wow, and they, they're a good player generally in raid-wise, but the reason why they were so good was just simply because they cared. That was it. That was all they That's needed. Yeah. And now they have two rank ones. You know, uh, thinking about it, this is almost like going from like silver to gold is almost like going from uh, normal mode raid to savage raid. And literally, literally. Yeah, it's just a huge yeah. jump that you just, you're not prepared. You don't really understand. Oh, you have to actually do tank swaps. You actually have to you know do little things like, heal people right but at least you can be in the mechanics Honestly, it's like going from a guild hest to a savage raid i mean there, there's some discussion of it in the in the chat right now but it's like they're also like this for whatever reason like community like lack of willingness to want to improve so you're not like a burden for other people like it's 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 so weird because um the Japanese data centers and feasts, they're, yes. they're typically way more coordinated, way more coordinated. You can generally rely on most people to like do things correctly. Uh -huh. But in North America, I mean, even in our, even our diamond level matches are just like, what is going on here? Like, like silver it, healers call CC on Gaia. They call yeah. CC like, and Millet's cancel cooldowns into protect in silver. Yeah. Right. There are, it, I, I want it like almost a, like a societal thing where you know their their culture you know prioritizes not wanting to be a burden on other people and mm -hmm. so you're going to try your best to like not ruin other people's times where on the western mm -hmm. data centers it's all about yourself you know me, me, me. yeah so, so i've had this discussion a billion times by the way on this show yeah. like it, not not yeah, just yeah. in feast but in like pv and everything else exactly um, yeah it's why they're more it's... successful party finder and all that stuff too it basically it comes down to um you know it, it seems at least if you're playing on jp data centers you're like i i don't want to be uh you know i could be the problem while thing things aren't working out because i'm the problem right yep and so they want to make sure they're not the problem Correct. when you fucking go exactly. to na and maybe eu too uh everyone else is the problem yeah, you everyone don't else want problem. everyone else to be the problem I hate right. so much, and and it it's it's really frustrating in Feast too because Feast right now is designed in this way where you have to succeed as a group. You can't succeed mm -hmm. individually. You can have individual impact to certain levels, and you can be a really good player and like you can solo carry maybe this one game. But mm -hmm. in a generalization, 
you succeed as a group in Feast. And it's a solo queue game, so everyone needs to be able to cooperate together in solo queue. But failing in Feast can come down to one person. You, you can be the weak link, and you can get the shit abused out of you by the enemy Literally. team. And you will, you will single-handedly lose the game if you are not you know, playing your stuff correctly. Mm -hmm. Games designed like that, though, in general, I mean, it's the same PvE. Like, a lot of the mechanics are designed in a way that all eight people have to be around for them, and all eight people have to do it correctly, or you wipe. Yep. I think the entire game is just designed that way, where they don't want one individual person to have that much impact. Yeah. Because, A, the responsibilities of, certain, of, like, you know, on yourself, but also because they want you to finish it as a group and carry the weak link. Hmm. And, and this is probably why a lot of people get negative sentiments about Feast, because it's designed very specifically for all eight players in the game to be playing objectively correctly. You know, yes. you, have, you have to be playing it correctly for it to work and flow and, and, and feel good. But then when one person isn't, which is every single game in solo <laughs> I mean, I mean, you got five of those people in solo queue not playing correctly in a diamond level match, basically, at least in NA. And yes. so when one person isn't playing correctly, the whole entire thing starts to buckle in under itself. And, yeah. and so that's why you get these this frustration with the game mode, because people know it can be so good. It, it, it can be so good. I mean, Fe I think Feast is designed amazingly well. The job kits yeah. are like, they work so good in Feast, but it's like one person can just ruin it and I, mm -hmm. I, yeah. that's so just to put a note on there it's kind of why i really wish there was some way for there to be a successful light party instead of solo queue like i wish the main m mode was light party and it wasn't solo queue i feel like Likewise. you because it doesn't there's no like oh well i had a other people on my team and they fucked up you choose who's on your fucking team right mm -hmm. and so it's like this team is clearly better than that team and that's just what it is uh you you go into a match and either you win or lose depending on what team is good here it's just like all oh, just mix of oh i hope i don't fucking get this person oh i hope i you know don't get this fucking person is this and... person you can anyone check yeah, yeah that's the worst man I heard there's some macros going around. Uh... I was going to say, there's a macro. <laughs> what macros? Hey, anyway. Tell them person is online, basically. It tells them if a certain person is online, even if they're not on that server. It, does, it, it runs a search function, basically, on a name. Yeah. But, but going, to the, going to the topic of, of, of Light Party for Feast, I, I really do think that's how the game one was intended to be played. Uh... And looking at the cohesiveness of like Japanese teams in solo queue, they almost emulate that with how they play because yeah. you know like we're we're talking about differences in culture and how for them they're more um, you know they they want to work as a team rather than have individual kind of um, you know sh you know individual kind of shine on them personally. Whereas in the Western culture, it's more like oh me me me, I'm the one that carried that shit, you know, like stuff like that. So I I think there's there's that difference, which I, I feel. I don't think they'll go back to light party for feast for a while because it's just it's I'm just gonna say I mean, it's they a may not go part. back to feast at all, but yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh I I think I think it's kind of a clusterfuck because the point system is designed poorly, first of all. Mm. It's it's quite it's quite horrible. Uh if more teams play it might be better. But at the same time it needs to be regulated in some way, and I don't think there's enough of that going. I wish uh, so this is what I just yeah. I wish happened, right? 
is that mm -hmm. they shifted away from the solo queue. It's so easy to do so solo queue, right? It's so easy to just let that do its own thing. With Light Party, they'd actually have to create systems to make that fair and like timings and windows and everything else to where mm -hmm. you could actually get that going on and maybe even run events like t official Square Enix at tournaments and stuff like that or have someone... Because they put a lot to support that system. Uh, I mean, go back to Stormblood. You had <laughs> your own fucking banner that would show up in the arena. It feels like right? the current party I mean, system was made purely for FRC, I feel. It really it, does. It, like, it, it was specifically made for FanFest okay. FRC. Yeah, I think it was. I, I'm going to say you're right. And I'm so sad that didn't work out as well as it could have. Uh, it I, I so really fun. wish it was. It was fine, man. It was... I wasn't eligible. <laughs> Who's yeah, idea was it to make it Italy not eligible? <laughs> <laughs> it's just too stupid. Even though I was in the UK, because my account was made in Italy, I wasn't allowed to play. It was I stupid. don't know what the... I have no clue what legal stuff was going on in the background. I'm sure when it gets to EU, it's a complicated mess to deal with legalities of all that stuff, but I don't really know. I, I remember uh, also, like, Australia and New Zealand were counted as EU, apparently, yeah, even though no no people from those countries play on EU. Yeah. Except by them. We lost yeah. a lot of good wins. Uh, <laughs> we did, we did. No, but, uh, but realistically speaking, I think FRC was a success. Uh, NA and EU, I think they was it was like super hype. JP, unfortunately, I, I don't know fully the reasons, but it was just two teams that showed up in the end. Yeah, so they were missing half of their. Uh, Apparently, uh, they changed the rules like right before they were supposed to qualify, and that was what okay. made a lot of teams drop out. I know the story that was running around was that a lot of them were shy about showing up in public. But apparently okay. some of their guidelines changed or something, and unfortunately I don't speak enough Japanese to do more thorough investigation to it. Uh, okay. hmm. uh, their rules changed, is the short of it. Uh, do... TJ saying they lost half their compensation for travel. That mm. makes sense. Because um, there's someone in the, my Discord called Cherry who's from Japan, and she, mm -hmm. she her team qualified, and she said that was it was something like that. They were willing to pay for them to like get to the um, convention, but they weren't willing to pay for them to go home afterwards. So oh, a lot mm. of them said like, Obviously, Japan, obviously, she's from Gaia, like most of her team. A lot of them are working six or seven days a week. So on top of the money they lose from not being in work, because bearing in mind, you don't make money from FRC. You're going there to play for fun. Right. They're like, why are we paying, basically, to play and taking a day off work? So they just dropped out. Yeah. That makes sense. That's... Yeah. I wish it was more popular. I wish the, the Light Party stuff worked out a little bit better. I mean, it existed, especially for NAEU. Uh, I was there. I was a part of it. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I, I loved being a part. That was, I'm going to tell you, that was some of the fun, most enjoyable stuff uh, I did was being over there and able to, uh, being granted the ability to commentate over that and watch and be part of the excitement. Hell yeah. Um, it, it was amazing. Uh, I just wish that it was even more successful than that, right? I wish there was a lot more people. I wish it was able to, they were like, okay, well, this is good enough. Let's do it again. And they try to do it again, or maybe try to do it virtually or something else, um, because it would have been amazing. Yeah, plus one, and I love shoutcasting with plus one, man. You guys are great. Uh, yeah, you guys. I, are great. We we worked. We we did like three months of like training, <laughs> like just mm -hmm. shoutcasting vods uh, to ourselves, like with each other uh, throughout the summer, just to make sure we were ready to do it. And um, I. I hope one day we get the opportunity to do it again or, you know, that we can just 
that we can have more opportunities for commentators to come up and uh, participate because we don't have those. That, that was the only time we've had it. I would love to do... I've done uh, PvE stuff too, but the PvP stuff is like moment to moment, like intense uh, yeah. excitement. I guess I, mm -hmm. I get it with the world race, but that commentation is much, much slower. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, uh, anyways, I, I want to go back a little bit to you guys talking about 8v8. Um, because we, we still don't know what the size of the new small-scale mode is, but for some reason, I really have it in my head it's going to be an 8v8. Really? Yeah. Like capture the flag or something? Uh, it yeah, could be capture the flag. It could be something... Uh, it's going to be something where it's not dependent on rolls, apparently. Like, you can go in with eight white mages, and it'll be just as good as going with a completely, you know, a proper full party into it. Um. So I, I don't know how that's going to work out. But you mentioned Overwatch think... earlier. Oh, sorry, Frosty. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, like, you mentioned Overwatch earlier, and I was just kind of thinking of different ways where, you know, like, I wonder how fleshed out it's going to be, because if you think of Overwatch and the healers, you know, they come with support, if it would be kind of like that, where they have, like, a little bit of a heal. Well, they have heals, right? But it, mm -hmm. it, I guess everyone will have a heal, so they take away their heals, and they add, like, support type abilities, maybe. Yeah. So healers would effectively turn into support instead of... Uh, like, well, the though. kind of mercy type of healing, right? I sure. Guess. Yeah. yeah. You get I, unique I abilities that you don't get outside of that mode, probably, I reckon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, That's the only way they're going to remove healers from the equation. They'd have to yeah. give everyone an individual ability set that is not available outside of the mode. I mean, that's what potions were kind of for, right? Potions yeah. and all the self-healing stuff, like, uh, was Potion. it Blood for Blood heals you now too, right? Potions have their own issue. Well, yeah. But the intention was that you could heal yourself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, it was supposed to give you more, like, uh, responsibility to keep yourself alive and not just the healer. Because in Stormblood, I mean, it really all came down to the healer. And yeah. consistently rank one across every single data center, every single region was healers, except for, like, very few people, like, like black mages and stuff. So, mm -hmm. And I, I think... We might have stuff that's close to rival wings going into this casual mode, uh, where it's very like you have all these little goofy things that aren't really part of a standard not. PvP kit. I hope not. I, it should not be that way. Like the the reason why I like Feast is because you just have your job kit. There's no sort of there's no blanket buff or nerf like there is in Frontline, where you do more damage and you take less damage if you're a certain role. There's no fucking choo-choo train going through the middle of the map you know, honking at you with robots flying everywhere. I mean, I, I like it that it's it's just straightforward PvP. All right? It's got its unique rules and stuff, but for the most part you just have yourself and your job kit, and then you have to work within the rules there. There's not any sort of wacky mechanic that uh, can, wacky you know... Wacky choo-choo trains. Yeah, wacky okay. choo-choo trains, exactly. You know, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh... This is completely my opinion and not anyone else's, and I don't say this is the right answer, but I would wish they would completely get rid of Frontlines 100% and just have Rival Wings and Feast. You're crazy. I, I fucking... I, the one versus one versus one, I just don't like that format Why at would all. you say something so brave and so controversial? Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, Rival Wings is team versus team, and you don't, you can just be fucking do whatever just be a robot and have fun you know it's that's what rival wings is it's just fun you just go out there and try to do 
goofy stuff and you don't have to be really serious about it at all you just uh you know hope that you can steal the brute justice or whatever and be the person who gets it and but you know what i have run to... around getting oil or whatever what i have to say it though like i have to say it again because frontlines uh the, the the three team mode is like until you experience it in like japan for example you really don't know how 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 fun it can be i mean it like it's it's uh, okay so for one third of... of the entire population that plays <laughs> this game no, I, I, it's what i'm fun. saying is we're playing it wrong right like yeah i, I agree with you you know I, yeah. I would say the same thing just do rival wings and freeze you know just yeah do it i uh, think on sale is a terrible design map for like it, like the main reason being is that one team is always guaranteed to start on, on the side of the map on their own. That automatically makes it an unbalanced map. Meet me in the mm. middle, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't like those fifteen-minute-long middle battles? Those are the best. You can just oh yeah! Like, it's like what the fuck's even game, happening? One team That's wins, fine. and they've been ignored the entire you know game, what? and it just happens to be a team that has decided the map themselves. I kind of like it that like when three, like the majority of like the three teams are all in the middle fighting. Cause then you're like just a few people on the map, like, oh, well, we could make, we could win if we just fucking go over here and get towers and just kind of like beat these other small teams, and it just becomes a completely different game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in, yeah. I mean, in terms of frontline, I think Seal Rock and uh, Onsol are probably the two best maps, in my opinion, yes. at least. Just because yeah. I, I like how they promote like actually fighting. There's, I mean, it's like. There can be sometimes like this misconception of like oh just get nodes, but for the most part you're promoted to fight in those ones. Whereas, like like shatter especially, people get really confused as to like what they should be prioritizing there, whether it should be fighting or just killing ice. So, I like Seal Rock and Onsol just because they actually do just funnel you into like fighting each other over the actual. It's objective. a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. I just I wish it would just be disabled so everybody would just play one mode. Fucking sure. get everyone into robots and stuff because it's just so. I just wish front lines huh? were on a rotation. I just wish front lines were on a rotation, not rotation. Um, that, that they were on the, like a random front line queue type thing, oh, and okay. they went on their lockout. Especially when I don't really like all the front lines. Like I only really kind of enjoy on sound seal rock, and but mm. I can only play them on specific days, and I feel like that also really hurts the front line mode. Yep. So would it be better if like rival wings and front line and everything was just a roulette and you just press that button right for people to incredible. queue up for it and then it just randomly picks one of them and everyone has to play yeah. that same mode incredible yeah i play the hell out of that the, only reason, yeah. the main reason i get all of them is because i don't like playing the same map all evening i yeah, exactly just to play devil's advocate i think um i think having the daily like map is fine right now just because there's achievements tied to the certain maps and so uh, it, it gives you a it gives you like that consistent schedule saying if mm. I want to work towards my seal rock coat I know I can queue for it this upcoming Wednesday because that's seal rock day. Whereas if you're trying to get your seal rock coat and you don't even have a chance to specifically queue for seal rock, now it's like okay I got a twenty five percent chance to get seal rock and then I got to win and then I got to do that a hundred times. Change the rules, just change the achievements, right? Just fucking in general, all of them yeah. are like we can do that. Too. <laughs> Yeah, if you just play win this many maps, okay, cool. You get the you get all of the maps. There you go. Uh, Speaking of that, I think Rival sure. Wings they need to bring Astralos. Astralos, yeah, I was about to Astralos. say that. They need to bring it back and just add a Rival Wings roulette. Like it, it's it desperately needs it. Yeah, or just implement them into a, like a 
PD, the daily PvP roulette. It's so yeah. weird how why not? Yeah. Like there, there's so many previous iterations of PvP maps and game modes that have been made for this game, and they've just completely removed them, and you have no way to actually queue for it and play it. Like we have the old Rival Wings map, we have previous feast maps that you can't get unless you do customs. It's Man. just it's so yeah. it's so strange how they how they do that. Liking weed with getting those boxes at the beginning and just going over to the other team. <laughs> <and> fucking <laughs> the ABA ABA uh, licking weed map was like absolutely sick. That was so much fun. I love it. So I, love, I it. love the way they did like the little um sort of pathways that used to go around yes. the side of the map. That yes. was such a good design. You can flank them and oh my god, that was so much it's fun. By far one of the best PvP maps they've made in this game was the ABA yes. map for that. Yeah. So let let's do this real quick. What what can what what can we do? All right. So what right now the state of PvP with Final Fantasy XIV? Uh, what can we do in order to uh, make PvP successful going up into this next expansion? That's hard, man. Uh, so I'm gonna just say a, like a quick story. I think Sir was there as well. So prior to the FRC, mm -hmm. with the teams that were qualified, the four NA teams that were qualified, we got together. Uh, for about two weeks, I think we'd sit in voice chat and like, just talk, 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 talk. Talk for hours on end on what we would like to see changed, what we would like to see adapted, mm -hmm. stuff like that. And we had a huge document, uh, actually. We had a huge document on this. And some ideas, definitely, we, we, we tried our best to not you know get uh, too frugal or just too crazy uh, with it. But realistically, so we all, you know, we held each other back, and we, whatever. <clears throat> and by the end of it, we're like, okay, you know what? In order to really complete this, we need to get it translated into Japanese. So we did. It was it was a huge document, it was huge, um, really detailed. A lot of input from from very solid players that have been playing for a very very long. So we had to translate to, to Japanese, and uh, we actually presented it to. I don't think it was Yoshida. I forget who it was. Uh, I think it was Fox Fox Clan. Uh, I mm. believe I'm not sure. I think Nick presented it to him, and he's like, oh, interesting. That's it. That's 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 all he said. Uh, hmm. So I kind of like burned a few players at, at that point in time. But I do know that uh, what we can do, I guess, is what they do prefer is like official forums, right? Like, oh, yeah. put your put your feedback there, uh, stuff like that. But I, I don't know what else. I, I I really thought that like when we did this document, grind it on. I thought hmm. that this would maybe you know maybe we were too high of ourselves. Like we were we were thinking too highly of ourselves, but. Realistically, we took a lot of feedback from everyone and go, oh, hey, uh, this could be pretty good. Yeah. You know, everybody so, wants to be a game developer, sure, but I don't know. No, yeah, and so I think um, I want to go ahead and say that, like, you guys going ahead and doing that means that you guys give a, a shit, right? You, yes, you care right. a lot about it. A lot. And yeah. I, I think that that definitely should show uh, as something to uh whoever developers whatever if they see it they're like okay these guys they're they're part of the event that we put together they made part of this event happen and you know we mm -hmm. want to see uh what their thoughts are and we'll take that feedback and uh see where it goes from there um i'm not sure about how that whole situation on yeah, sc side mm -hmm, it's impossible mm -hmm. impossible to uh know yeah but, but I, it... mm -hmm. I go ahead I was just going to have a closing statement to it and the fact that sure. in order for us to... Because a, a, a lot of Feast players currently are kind of almost almost generally jaded vets. Yeah. So I think in order for us to do much, they also kind of need to reciprocate 
with at least a little bit of communication. Because I'll, I'll, I'll be real with you. If right now there's an official forum post that says, uh, I don't know, anything. Just anything that says, like, this is why we did this. I bet you, you're going to get droves of people that are like, oh, really? Okay, cool. Now we're motivated again. Uh, so I think I think if the, if Square Enix gives a little bit, you know, a, a little bit of a taste of communication, a little bit of like, hey, uh, instead of just like like hiding everything between closed doors, I think the community will blow up again because there's so much passion for it. Yeah, yeah, there. Yeah. Pe- people are passionate. People do do give a shit. People people care a lot about the PvP in this mode. We might all be jaded. We might all be fairly cynical mm-hmm. at times, but uh. We we really do care, and like like Mateo said, you know, just having some form of feedback or just communication or just like an explanation of something uh, would would really go a long way. Because uh, mm-hmm. there was a lot of questionable things happening at the beginning of this expansion that we received pretty much no explanation on, and we all just had to make up our own sort of stories in our head as to why things were happening, and you know. A lot of us came to the conclusion that hey, maybe it's just COVID, or maybe they're just focusing on the new mode. But you know, we have we've gotten no explanations for a lot of things, and so you know that heading into the new mode, I think, would be really, really helpful. Yeah. And also put PvP back in the damn live letters, dude. They don't talk about it at all anymore. Not we yeah, get one slide. The season will start in a week. <laughs> we, yeah, we, it's become a joke where every single live letter. It's like, I wonder what the PvP thing is going to be. And it's literally just a single bullet point, And it just says PvP changes. That's all it's ever mm-hmm. been this entire expansion since the uh, new frontline mode it got announced. Yeah. Uh... It's funny how, like, me, Mateo, and Sir, like, are all got the same thing on the mind. That is, we just wish they talked to us. That's it. Like, yeah. we're not, like, I know we've got some other problems. Like, you know, like, the state of the ladders, the integrity, balance, things like that. But really, we just want them to talk to us. If they won't talk to us, like, at least talk to you, the JP players that they actually understand. Because a lot, because they've got a massive mega thread on the JP section. And a lot of the stuff that I've read in those topics, whether it's trying to read it and then or trying to read it through translator, it's like, it's pretty much the same stuff we've kind of said in the show already. So it's not like they're playing a different game to us either. They're seeing the exact same things but they're not getting listened to. And it's like, at least listen to them and like talk to them because it would go like such a long way. Yeah. No, I, I absolutely agree. And I, you know what? I've been saying this for four years, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been saying oh, this for like, like, like for so long. Hey, SE, you know what? I just got a new job, but fuck, if you put open up a position for this, I'd, I'd apply, right? I, I, right. I, I just, even if it's like, some random person i don't know cool as long as they know how to communicate to this uh to the community i mean and that would be great uh for raid and everything else too but i mean pvp really could if you want to do anything with pvp in this game that would be the thing uh to do it has so much potential it has incredible potential yeah i mean we, we've been saying that ever since it got implemented and it yeah. still does it has it's such a good game it, it has mm-hmm. so much potential and it's just it needs that support, and it needs also a, a, you know, community attitude shift, especially with people who don't PvP. Just give it a shot. You gotta give it. You gotta give it an honest effort to get into. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was playing Black Mage, and I was having fun with it earlier. Uh, last oh, week. really? Yeah. <laughs> nice too. Uh, and I this mean, one plus one was like popping up next to me as Black Mage. I'm like, you stay a, a tear away from me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> if you want you like to the, if you like you to PvP in any way. People that matter 
will go out of their way to try and help you constructively. Yes. Not even I don't mean like the passive aggressive shittiness constructive. I mean they will be super nice to you. They'll want to get you involved. They'll want to get you playing match with them. They want to invite you to like their customs and stuff because mm -hmm. it's in our best mm -hmm. interest that you learn how to play and get better and that you stay in the mode for activity first of all and second of all because it's solo queue and we are probably going to get mashed with you. It's in <laughs> our best interest to help you. Yes. So don't I know like the general consensus of pvp is that all like all the players that play it are all toxic shitheads it's like no the people no. that are toxic shitheads are mostly people that are really bad at it and the reason why they're bad at it is because they chose not to ask questions they chose to never see fault or what they were doing wrong if you do all these things like you will be looked after in this community yeah basically yeah. don't be an ultimate raider who just started pvp ultimate legend by the way <laughs> that's like fucking don't, everyone don't what are you talking about <laughs> that's like <laughs> <laughs> Rid Cargardi just said, "Yeah, I just started playing." Uh, Ren is doing great. It's super, it's Prop, super, props to you, dude. Oh, it's like known for ultimate raid. <laughs> it's it's just a so meme. It it, it's a meme. It's sorry, a meme, yeah. it's a, t typically when new seasons start and you get like new ultimate raiders in. They are. Uh... I mean, the ultimate t title is it always it's like one of those things. Oh, it's like they really like their gear. They really like how their gear looks. That's why they're queuing for it. That's why yeah. you see so many of them. They're the people that we like want to like help you like get better and well we want to keep you because clearly you want the glams and we want to help you get those glams. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah. Uh, it, there are a lot of really good uh, ultimate raiders who PvP as well, uh, mm. but there are a lot of really shitty ones. <laughs> but I mean, you know, shitty players in general. Mm. Um, and don't you know? Don't fuck. I don't know. I don't know what to tell people anymore. I've been preaching for Thanks. years, dude. Like, there's a hierarchy right like i i think just going back to the question like what can we do play mm -hmm. just 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 yeah. play the game and it will show up on their graphs and it'll show up on their you know uh statistics it's like okay so people are actually playing this cool let's let's keep it going mm -hmm. i think it, it's kind of like the fact like if you don't like something don't buy it like money talks it's i think it's the same principle you know uh, what let me do this let me do this so first thing i'm going to do is uh because i saw this in chat so playing for a few days for the first time found little resources or help I'm going to Google Final Fantasy fourteen PvP. You'll probably get PvP revivals the first hit, because Paizo used to be the first hit. Uh, I, I get, uh, actually, the first hits, uh, pictures of PvP, and then uh, Final Fantasy cool. fandom, then PvP Guide, the official one, uh, from Square Enix. Uh, there's oh, a man. handful of, like, trying out PvP first expressions, uh, impressions from YouTube. And then uh, I actually don't see anything in there from typing in. I just googled FFX IV PVP guide. I got the lodestone one, and then I got the job guide with the PVP options on. Then I got another link to the PVP guide for some reason, and then I got PVP revival, which used to be the Pizer link. And obviously, if you go onto that, and then you go onto the Discord, you get all yeah. the Discords up that have all the guides in them that are literally like bountiful of information. So it's not like we're hard to find either. That's not too hard to find. You just you do have to search a little bit, uh, and there is some. Um, I know for sure the uh, PvP revival uh, Discord is a really uh, popular one, and there's PV Paisa, which I've been a part of uh, for quite a while as well. Um, and so those are like the two main ones. And there's a, you know splintered off like smaller uh, PvP uh, discords, but I mean for people getting into it and learning stuff and everything else. Uh, those are the best ones. Um, I don't think there's a lot of YouTubers out there right now. Is there? No. I think that's uh, an untapped resource. Yeah. I think, I think Brian does. Brian, some, yeah. Yeah. yeah Brian, right, Brian, Brian did yeah. some guides, I think. 
<clears throat> and I, I did a kind of <laughs> when I did the intro video. Oh, yeah, that's a huge thing, actually, what Rin just said, VOD reviews. So that's, I think that started last season. Uh, I'm not sure if Revival does it as well, but I know Paisa does it. Mm -hmm. Is uh, if you post a video of your gameplay, it's going to get analyzed and you're going to be told exactly what you could, you know, should have done. Oh, the days that's... of like PvP streams with me where I. Oh, those are fun. Those... The Madden? Yeah. The Madden, John Madden ones yeah. we'd go oh, back, replay God. it, and then go through every oh. little bit. Dude, I fucking love that. I would love Christian religious. You're like, if I stun this guy here, <laughs> fuck this <Yeah>. guy. <laughs> yeah. This is so funny, man. It was uh, so funny. Uh, yeah, only if I had the time, man. Maybe, maybe one day. Yeah, get back to it, but I don't know. Uh, anyways, I guess we're we're like two hours in. It's probably good to start. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Maybe oh start God. wrapping time up flies. and everything. Huh? I think time flies. Yeah, time yeah. flies, man. Yeah. Right, what time is it for you, Levine? Currently six fifty-eight a.m. local time. <laughs> I appreciate you waking up so fucking early for this. Oh yeah, my breakfast here in half an hour. Nice. Nice, My man, man ate twice. I got pineapple buns. <laughs> oh Ooh. gosh, uh, I, but I, I would like to ask real quick. Throughout this expansion, uh, it does seem like PvP is kicking up a lot recently, right? Uh, a lot more people are doing feasts and everything than they did towards the beginning of the expansion. It's uh, the <laughs> It's the what? So it's a trip. Oh, okay. Oh. It's the trip. Yeah. I think you can say it's a trap. No, no, sorry. I was trying to make up. Uh, yeah, anyway, it's the armor. It's really it's good. The armor. Yeah, yeah. It's the the armor. Uh, and I think like there not being a lot to do with PVE and everything, uh, right. kind of brought everybody. And so it is interesting to see, um, you know, how all this stuff is going. Uh, I hope that a lot of people get a, the the impression that PVP is actually fun to do while they're trying it out. And then when we get into the next expansion, whatever mode they put into the game. I hope it's good. I just, yep. you know, that's that's all. I'm I'm hoping it's good. Hoping I like it. I hope everybody else likes it. Um, I don't know. I don't, and I don't know if they can like please, you know, all audiences though. Like, unfortunately, that's the case with everything. You're not gonna I, please I, please more people than they're pleasing right now. Yeah, I Overall. I really do hope that that you know like the the casual oh casual mode. I do hope there's ranks. I don't care if the rewards are exclusive, and I really don't care. Yeah, you know at this point, like, me Yeah, I, I don't really care. I just I just play. Want yeah, most of be... us, most of us just yeah. want to fucking play. Yes, <laughs> people yes, PvP man, for exactly. so long. Yeah, yeah I, I think a lot of it comes down to at least for feast players, like playing and having fun, but also like having a purpose too as to why you're doing it. Correct. Rank one. There's more in the stake, man. Like if it's mm -hmm. a rank ladder, you're like, oh, hey. This guy's ranked this much. I'm ranked this much. Like I can actually, you know, people play better. You know what I'm saying? There's there's more to adapt to. It's more dynamic. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, there's the possibilities for Ren Walker are, you know, huge. It can be it can be really really good, or it can be, uh, you know, unsub a, a little. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's <laughs> it's exciting and also extremely worrying at the same time. So we just got to yeah. see what they what they do. All I can hope yeah. for is that the game mode that comes out in Endwalker is well supported and like really fleshed out at the start and has lots of options for for playing it. Because yeah. the worst thing that can happen is that they release the mode and that the reward structure isn't fully set up or 
it's shallow at the start and we have to wait for content to come out for it because yes. it's it's fulfilling it's like replacing an area of the game that's like really well established i think and mm -hmm. um you know it has mm -hmm. big shoes to fill for a lot of like really dedicated pvpers yeah well exactly. i mean we have a live letter and like or we have the fan test digital fan fest sorry in uh, a couple weeks so maybe we'll know i can't wait for our one slide yeah there was like... <laughs> if, if, if we get like actual info on the new mode i'll like freak out yeah, uh, I'm getting my resident sleeper ready, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think we all assume it's going to come out in like 6.1, but uh, mm -hmm. any yeah. info is just good info at this Seriously. point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I will go ahead and let everybody know. Uh, I do have a uh, an email interview I sent out recently, and I have. Uh, I'll get that hopefully next week sometime. We'll see. And a couple of them are about the new PvP mode. I don't know if they'll answer anything about it. It could be just wait till FanFest. Uh, but I did put my effort out there to see what we can find out before uh, FanFest comes out. So maybe... Check out this motherfucker. Yeah, I'm trying, <laughs> dude. Even if I'm not, like, PvP in the entire... You know, I, I'm, like, on and off of PvP throughout this expansion. Uh, I'm still yeah. out there because PvP is... Uh, it's the community and everything else and all the, the history and shit we've all been through. <laughs> over the years it's still part you're doing of great me. dude seriously yeah major props uh, oh fuck you uh... <laughs> wow that's how he talks to me like all the time like literally no, no. <laughs> how you doing man fuck you yeah fuck anything you. i said about pvp is all being toxic yes everyone except mateo <laughs> <laughs> yeah everyone yeah i like pvp until i gotta fucking play with this douche uh <laughs> sorry anyways <laughs> Yeah, uh, we might as well go ahead and do our, our. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about before we close up? I feel like we hit a lot. We had a really. I, I had a good conversation. I, I, it was actually amazing mm. to have this conversation. With yeah, you guys. bring back Soul Survivor. So, okay. Oh. Read your right. abilities. Yeah. So bring back the the Soul Survivor. All right. And uh, any other discussions you guys want to? Go through the hierarchy, man. Uh, if you're gonna get into feast, uh, if you're unranked to silver, like we said earlier. Play. Don't just just go play. While you're waiting for cues, hit the dummy. Hit the dummy like like all the time. Read your abilities. I mean Read your abilities, hit the dummy. Once I'm trying you to get figure out why people are doing things. Yeah, man. Uh play from silly lines. numbers. Like it's, yeah, get <laughs> get get used to like just, just having other people hit you. I think that's the biggest thing is like people hitting back. So like, oh shit, what happened? This wasn't planned. Uh mm -hmm. <laughs> do you know what i mean like oh i'm not yeah. a tank like what so yeah hit hit the dummy you know go and, and queue up for for nola i guess because <laughs> yeah. this queue for a while but yeah that's that's it just just be smart man and be cool yeah that's it okay you're, you're, uh, you're so fighting other people yeah, yeah. sir what kind of closing statements you got dude no pretty much the same just uh i don't know i think pvp still has a lot of potential it's the only thing in the game that's relatively dynamic you're fighting other people that are that hopefully have brains <laughs> they'll, they'll fight you back Psych. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. And, uh, <laughs> yeah you know it's it's a huge untapped area of the game that a lot of people still over many years have never experienced and uh you know every season there's brand new players that say why was i not playing this earlier and so i can just 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 say give it an honest shot and uh if it isn't for you it isn't for you but you know, there's potential there for something that you might really enjoy. Yeah, I, I want to tap into this real quick before we go to you, uh, Levine. 
Uh, just the the thing that I love about PvP is the fact that it's not scripted, and so you have to think think on your feet, kind of understand the situation, and take advantage of it. Uh, it's kind of like healing in Party Finder, right? You don't know what the fuck's going to happen. You don't know if this dude knows what he's doing. He's going to die after res him. You have to be reactive and actually work with the situation and everything else. Instead of just doing like your static PvE you know, raid group where you know everything about it, this feels like you're actually going into something that you have to actively think about and solve solutions on the fly. And I, I love it. And I can't get that anywhere else in the game. And that's why I would be really sad if they completely take away any kind of aspect of this going into the next expansion but uh all right sorry levine yeah it's just kind of similar to what mateo said like honestly give it a go i mean i'm someone that's played mmo pvp for 19 years now and um generally i don't feel mmo pvp is mechanically that great it's it wasn't in wow in my opinion and it's not like mechanically fantastic in Final fantasy it's just these games just like this, it's why action MMOs are so popular, because you have so much more control over what you're doing. But mm -hmm. the community in this one, despite all its ups and downs, is like literally like a little family. And it's not the kind of family that's like you can't get into. It's one that um, is always looking to welcome new players, because we're, we're so small as a community that like everyone kind of knows each other. And we all want each other to get better, because it's so Q mode. And it's honestly a really good experience to get into. So, like, I'd really recommend it. Yeah. Just come with the... It's a family that enjoys people who enjoy trying to get better and trying to understand uh, that possibly they could be the issue in matches and trying to figure out how not to be the issue. Versus if you come in and you like, you know, dick swinging out, I'm the best in the world... <laughs> You know, and you're just saying everyone else is the problem. The family might not you like last. you as much. Oh, I mean, we'll bury just... you if you like that. We'll bury yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you just have to come in with the right attitude, and then it's going to be it's amazing. People are understanding. And um, with that all being said, I guess we'll go ahead and finish up here. Mateo, can anyone find you anywhere? Do you do anything? You stream some. Uh, you know what? I, I haven't streamed for like a year, and then the other day I streamed. For a little bit. Uh, yeah. yeah, you can find me at uh, xyxx underscore on Twitch. Yeah. Thank you. And uh, I, have a, I have a Twitter which, like, I named after an old character is Banana Juice. But just mm. put an X in front of it, and then you'll get my Twitter. Uh, <laughs> Stupid ass name. Um, yeah, I'm on. <laughs> I'm on Discord. You'll probably find a Mateo somewhere in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. That's me, bro. Okay. And sir, you're just sir, right? I forget what you're. <laughs> Uh, I have a, I have a Twitch. It's a uh, Wapster W A P. That's right, it's Wapster. Why did I forget yeah. about Wapster? Yep. And then uh, I don't have a Twitter, so that's pretty much where you'll find me streaming feast. Oh jeez. Yeah. Why? Why change your name, dude? Why is it Wapster? I've, I've used that. That's my old uh WoW name. So I've used that for just years and years. So. Ah. Uh... Okay. All right. That's fair. That's fair. No, I, you can't change it. You're right. It's it's known now. You should change your in-game name to Wapster, though. It doesn't work in this game, man. That's what I tried doing initially when I started playing. But, mm -hmm. like, you have to have a last name, and it, it just looks weird. <laughs> okay. All right. Sir Wapster. Then... Oh, that's kind of nice. Sorry. <laughs> uh, sure, Wapster. Uh, all right. <laughs> Levine? Uh, yeah, I stream on Twitch as well under London on uh, London underscore electricity. Usually between like two and 
uh, two and four o'clock server time, so it's like around 10, 11-ish Japan time. Um, mm -hmm. I usually stream JP around three days a week, and if I'm not found there, I'm on Kukulu as well, which is um, FFX IV Levine, which mm -hmm. is also the same as my Twitter handle, where I mostly just post Final Fantasy and RuneScape stuff. Okay. Final Fantasy RuneScape stuff? What? Yeah, yeah, that's the only reason I, <laughs> I don't do social media at all. Okay, alright, no, that's cool. Uh, so you guys, if you want to get into PvP, I'd recommend following these three channels here. Uh, and just, you know, if you see them live, watch them. Uh, there's a lot of really cool people out there streaming and everything else. Before we end up, uh, I don't have links to Discords. I know Brian would have a link to the Revival Discord. Uh, if you are still in chat or someone else has a link to it that has mod abilities, please go ahead and post that because that is a place that you can go. Uh, they, they're, they're working hard to just like support the PvP community overall. And there's also PV Paisa, uh, which I don't have a link for either, which I probably could get. But maybe Mateo, you have one. I don't know. Where is it? I uh, can't. Sh I can't switch channels because it would mess up the overlay. Levine has it, yeah. Guess yeah. you need more to post links. Oh, you're so smart. You know what? Because <laughs> <laughs> like I, you would have totally got banned, and I would have just laughed at you for it. Uh. Oh. uh okay. Here's uh, a Paisa. Oh yeah, oh, did Rin get both of them? It. Yeah, he did. Oh, All right, MVP, gotcha. dude. MVP, man. Dude's a champion. I love Rin. Oh, yeah. So, uh, there you go. You guys can click on those. If you want to get more resources, get part, be a part of the community. That's where the community is for the PvP uh, scene here in Final Fantasy XIV. And I appreciate everybody watching the show. Even if you don't like PvP, it's awesome to you, you give us your ears for a little bit. Uh, so you can kind of understand our perspective and everything else. And, of course, the PvP community that came by and watched... You guys are amazing for coming by and supporting uh, this, no matter how many of you are jaded assholes. Fuck you. Yeah, I love this community. Uh, and I'm, I'm hoping that uh, Ed Walker brings us to a good point again, where we're all somewhat happier than what we we you know back to where everybody was like super happy and friendly and um kumbaya i don't think that ever was there but uh <laughs> something close to it uh i do have my own a few announcements i'd like to make uh there was someone who asked me about the digital fan fest uh the who wants to be a gillionaire i am going to be a part of that during the digital fan fest it is scheduled for 1 a.m to 2 a.m pacific standard time <laughs> Which is going to be, uh, yeah, it's it's going to be 4 a.m. Uh, yeah, 4 a.m. to 6 a.m. Eastern time. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you guys should def no no 5 a.m. Eastern time. You guys should definitely check it out. Uh, when and is if it? You look, huh? When is it? Sorry, I don't know what you mentioned. May is Saturday, May fifteenth. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and thanks, Levine. I appreciate that, dude. You didn't have to do that. Uh, and then, right, we're, it's funny, that event is right before the Primals concert. <laughs> oh. So we are, uh, we are, uh, going to give something really great for them to have to try to follow up with the Who Wants to Be a Gillionaire. And, uh, after that, I do have next week's show. I'm not entirely sure, uh, what we're going to do. We might do a pre-Digital Fan Fest discussion. We also may be going over the interview questions I have lined up with Yoshida, depending on what those questions are like. If they're all, you know, wait till FanFest, maybe we won't have a 
<laughs> discussion on them. But if it's, uh, you know, if there's some interesting topics to talk about, uh, we might bring them up and have a show based on that. But we'll wait until next week and then we'll plan it out from there. Um, and the other thing is that since I do have my new job, it is going to mean that I Mog Talk might be a little bit less every Saturday. It might be every once in a while. Uh, weekly streams are going to be less frequent. Uh, not really scheduled for the weekly streams. It's just whenever I can, I'll jump on and uh, play. But I am going to be really focused on making sure my new job goes well because uh, it's a big increase for me. So, uh, Yeah, thanks, man. Thanks. Uh, anything else? I think that's it. Uh, let me do my special shout-outs to Kerr, my wife, who allows me to do this every weekend and make a fool of myself. Uh, thank you, Andre Kane, for providing the music in the intro and the closing of the show. Thank you to all the mods. Thank you to all the supporters of the show and everything else. I'm going to have a small little thank you video here for Patreon supporters uh, with one little announcement that you might have heard already. And then uh, we'll have our extra uh, exit video with credits. And then we're going to host somebody. So stick around for that because we're going to raid somebody here in just a second. Uh, thank you guys all for watching. And remember, be good, keep cool, stay frosty. Everybody wave bye. Peace. Say bye too. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Hey everyone, thank you for watching the show. Uh, it's always a pleasure to talk about PvP when I can. I know it's not everybody's cup of tea, but definitely something that I hold dear to my heart. Uh, here is our special Patreon segment. I need to take a, a moment here to thank some people who helped, uh, who helped make this show happen and paying for software and everything that we use to make it happen. Uh, first, before that, uh, we do have a, a quick announcement for Patreon. We did add some merchandise rewards. Uh, I just saw it on there, and I figured it'd be really easy just to apply it, so I did. So basically, $5 and up, everyone gets stickers of some sort. Uh, then I'll have a $10 and up, everyone gets uh, mugs of some sort. And then the $25 tier, which is the one that uh, makes this video, will get mugs shirts hoodies and a special shout out which of course let's go ahead and do that uh, we have nimic from mock morning who uh works on a website for rating uh, for the final fantasy 14 community uh super miu uh who works on the team craft website who uh you know if you do anything with crafting and you work with other people it's a great website to use then uni from phase temperance who puts on events uh for the rating community uh, and past that, we have Dudas Antonio, Tag, Fury, Nami, Megan C, Daniel H, and Dirk. We have quite a few more people who uh, signed up recently, uh, and I, I really appreciate that. It does mean a lot. And then uh, we'll see uh, how that all goes. I just want to make sure we had some way of showing my support to everyone because I know Mog Talk's going to simmer down just a little bit. Uh, with the new job that I have, and hopefully it will be, uh, be great. But anyways, guys, have a wonderful rest of your day, and see you next time. Bye.